This is Big D and Shade from Takayaki Anime. And today we are back with episode 34 of Monthly Ketchup. We will be talking about our initial thoughts for the winter season of 2017. Yes. Well, mostly your your initial thoughts for him because I, I don't have a whole lot of thoughts for him because unfortunately I couldn't find a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Somebody didn't tell me that they're on Amazon Prime. <laughs> just gonna point that out. Just gonna say that. Yeah. So yes, uh, Anime Strike from Amazon has been shut down at the beginning of the year. They've transferred all of their older shows that they had during that in that service over to Am- uh, Anime Strike. Uh, over to Anime Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> and then the um, the new season, the new shows that they had the licenses for. They just went ahead and dumped that onto Amazon, uh, to yeah Amazon Prime. One thing I'm curious about is if they're still in the anime game because if they are, then that would be cool because all of the other shows that they'll be picking up will just be automatically added to Amazon Prime. Which I think uh, is way better. It's yes, way better. I I really hope that they still <coughs> set up because See, one is cheaper, but they also. That's the only problem I had with them is they were using two services. You had to have Prime and Strike in order to actually watch, and it's horrible. But now if they just limited that to just Prime, still not great, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. One thing that I'm really worried about is if if this is just their last season because they decided to cancel it and they already had the licenses for these new seasons, so they just dumped it on that service, and then they're like, okay, we're done for now. Um, I really hope that they still like are getting more licenses because it's good to have these big companies in the industry so i don't know about that well it's it's good because it's it's um like right now like 90 percent of shows are legally streamable somewhere so um yeah except seven deadly sins for some reason (laughs) yeah for some reason that show's not there i don't know i don't know why crunchyroll didn't pick it up or who snatched it from crunchyroll or i i I don't know but either way i mean i (sighs) I feel like we had before Amazon got into this this whole spiel. I feel like we had a really good thing going on with Crunchyroll and Funimation. The fact that these two joined forces and they were sharing the property rights to these, you know, Crunchyroll doing just the purely, you know, subtitled ones and Funimation doing the, you know, dubbed ones. And I think there was a really good thing going on with them. And then Amazon just kind of butted in the middle of it. Because I really feel like most of the titles that we were seeing was, was either at Funimation or Crunchyroll. And then fun, and then Amazon just decided to be like, no, we want a piece of that. Mm-hmm. So I, I, as much as I am okay with Amazon Prime being now the sole provider of that, I, I, I guess, or like it's just it's on Prime instead of on Strike. I kind of feel like if this was their last season, I'm okay with that. Because then I'm hoping that it goes back to the way it was, where Funimation and Crunchyroll were, were picking up the the bulk of it. And it was only like an occasional rare one that slipped through that some odd one would, would go to another, you know, some other one. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you got it covered between Funimation and Crunchyroll. You know? um, well, I feel like because they... I don't... Um, I'm trying to think, like... Did they team up because Am- uh, Amazon was in the... Um, no, because they were like, teamed up before then, weren't they? 
Uh, cause when did they team up? Did they team up like in the middle of last year? Cause I, f- I think they teamed up in the middle. If they teamed up at the beginning of the year, then that would be directly because of Amazon. Because anim- Anime Strike started in uh, in January, I think, and they lasted no. for, for a year. It started. It started later than that. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so I think that's in a, in response to. Um, no. Wait, hold on. I'm, I gotta look that up now. <laughs> when did Amazon? Strike. Uh, so when, yep, if I can spell right, hmm. when did Amazon Strike start? Yeah, I want to say they started in January. Uh, Amazon Strike. Okay, yeah, no, it says at least the article yeah. that this was about was on January twelfth <laughs> of uh, last year. But I swear that uh, Crunchyroll and Funimation teamed up way before them okay because then they also could have they also could have had like um like industry knowledge because normally no 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 see okay amazon strike started january of Uh 2017 Uh crunchyroll teamed up with funimation september of 2016 months before before that happened because okay, I remember, so, I remember so. reading something about that where someone was saying it literally, we literally had now one focal point for our anime, and then all of a sudden Amazon came in and just divided divided it up again. I want to say that Crunchyroll and Funimation knew that Amazon was going to get into the um, to the thing because maybe they were bidding on shows. And they couldn't bid on some because that was like that was like a season all the way before that though, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty if sure. They started, if they started up in January, that means they were they were already into the winter season of 2017. Yeah, like they started bidding on it. Like, like I'm pretty sure. But um, that was before they pl- fa- that was before fall season of 2016 yeah. happened. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it still takes months and months for these things to um to go down. So it's like it's really close. Like if it was like a year apart. Then I'd be like, okay, anime, uh, Amazon just wanted to kind of jump in, but I feel like they teamed up because Amazon has tons and tons of money. So, but see, that wouldn't make sense then. Why would they even bother? That's almost like counterproductive in that regards. So they can handle the load because it's like before Crunchyroll was just. But if subtitles. you're if you're trying to compete with Amazon, I don't even, I don't even think there's any company out there who could compete with Amazon. No, so that's why you team up and like join forces because it's like Funimation yeah so Funimation wasn't doing that well like right Funimation is we do the DVD sales and the English dubs and the subtitles and then Crunchyroll is like we just do subtitles and we sell merchandise so for them to team up Funimation is like okay cool Crunchyroll you do the subtitles and we will do all the dubs so it's basically like two halves coming together so then they can somewhat kind of compete against all the shows that um, Amazon was taking up. See, I don't even feel like that's the way, though. Because if, okay. if, 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 if Amazon's still taking all of that, I don't think if, if you're knowing how big Amazon is, it would almost seem like you're, you're trying to throw a pebble into an ocean. Yeah, and it's like, if you think about it, all, like a lot of the good shows that came out, including this season, Amazon has them. Because they have the money. Well, I know. So I feel like Crunchyroll and Funimation just always kept getting outbid. Because, like, freaking uh, Made in Abyss. Amazon had that. Everybody was like, oh, my God, this is, like, the greatest show of the season. But barely anybody can watch it because Amazon has it. And, um... 
I don't. I, now that they've now that they've discontinued that, I it, yeah. I think that'll change a little, but I still don't think that'll change a lot. I hope if they still are trying to do it, the people who are actually behind it, Sentai Filmworks, I hope they just move everything over to um to High Dive because High Dive is I I. High Dive looks very promising. They're starting to pick up a ton of old school shows. I feel like High Dive started and they're like, well, <laughs> Crunchyroll, Funimation, and Amazon, y'all, y'all fight over all the current stuff. We'll start bringing in the old school stuff and build our own audience. And like mm-hmm. every now and then we'll like snatch one of the low, one of the low hanging series because y'all don't care about it. But we'll still be kind of relevant if, because we have like, we'll still, like some of the licenses get shared. So they're like, okay, we can get a share of some of these shows, but if they want to have an exclusive, then they're like, we're not going to fight over it because we're new, we're small, and we're we're going to build a completely different audience. So, yeah. so hopefully, um, because see, Amazon that, is not I mean, there. That's exactly what I was saying. Though, is me. It's like Crunchyroll and Funimation. They had they 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 knew where they were set up, and they were joined because of that, because they of how different audiences that they have. Because mm-hmm. you know, I know there are some people who don't like. Uh, subtitled. They don't want to be able to read the captions all the time they're watching watching shows. Mm-hmm. So some people do prefer dubbed, um, and that's why Crunchyroll has theirs. They have the uh, you know Funimation has theirs, and then I Dive even they have their own separate one. Yeah, you know because they're like, wait, we're gonna go to the old school. We're gonna we're gonna go from the way back mm-hmm. and, and bring back classics that people know that just are no longer licensed anymore that we can grab up. Yeah. Um, but then Amazon's just like, you know what? I'm gonna bully my way into the center of this, and I'm gonna go give me all that. <laughs> They're like, I, don't I want care this if it's show. Subtitled or dubbed, we're just gonna take it. It's mine, you know. And that's why I'm looking at that, going, I really feel like, like Funimation and, and Crunchyroll had that plan, not because of Amazon. But it was just something that happened after Amazon, mm-hmm. because then because it, it completely steamrolled everything. Mm-hmm. It, it's literally the Amazon is like the biggest monkey wrench imaginable inside this pretty much perfectly well-oiled machine. We have yeah. three spokes on this wheel of sub dubbed old, and Amazon's just like, I'm just gonna just jam myself right into the center of this and take all of it. Yeah, I don't even care. And then they're like, nobody likes us. I'm going to leave and just leaves. And that yeah. is, I feel, I really hope that next season there isn't like a gap because I wasn't paying 100% attention to who has all of the shows. I was just like, Amazon, uh, what was it? All I knew is that um, earlier last year, um, I could watch some of the shows, but I couldn't find all of them. And I, at the time, I didn't know that an, uh, Anime Strike was a thing. I didn't find out about it till like the spring season. But. Before that, I still feel like there was kind of like some like there were some shows that were getting overlooked. Um, one thing that I do want to say is even though Crunchyroll and Funimation are two different companies, both of them teaming up together and taking over all of the seasonal stuff. I don't like like I don't like having one company with all the with all the like with all the um, with all the shows. I, I want competition because that that's benefits the consumer. So. Um, in a in a sense, but I think I think we had a good because it's not saying that like it's not saying just Funimation had all of it because they didn't. It's not saying Crunchyroll had all of it because they didn't. Mm-hmm. It was dependent upon what you as the consumer wanted. Do you want the new stuff? Well, if you want the new stuff, it's going to be subtitled. Crunchyroll is going to have it. Yeah. If you want to wait on it for a little while and because you don't like subtitled, you can. Then Funimation is going to have it. If you want to watch some of the old stuff. 
High Dive's going to have it. Mm. So I feel like we had like a good, we had a good mix. We had a good corner market here. We're like, okay, what do you want? If depending on what you want, we know where to send you. You yeah. know, here, here, or here. And then, then it's just like Amazon's just like, nope, too bad. I'm taking, no. Some of these, some of these, some of these. Now they're mine. Now you got to come here. Mm. What? And it's like, it's like, yeah, I get that. And like, if I, if <laughs> it's, if I didn't already have Prime, did yeah, I would be very upset and I'd rejoice that like Anime Strike is gone. But I still, I'm still wary. Like we'll find out next season, like how everything goes. But for right now, some of the shows are on, uh, are still on Prime, and I, I already have that. So I, yeah, I mean, I'm, but I'm glad. I'm, I'm that still, I, I'm still a Prime. I, mean, I have access to Prime. Yeah. And I'm still kind of upset the fact that that's happening because I know it's cutting some people off from being able to see these shows. Yeah, I know that that's happening. Hmm. I mean, even though it's better now that the fact that they've taken away Strike, because that was a completely separate deal, even on to Prime, and you had to have both, which was just yeah. ludicrous. Yeah. Um, I still feel like I, I'm still of the opinion that if Amazon, if if they didn't get any more of the of the licenses, and it just went back to the way it was, I'd be perfectly fine and happy. Yeah. If if those licenses for like the new shows went back to Crunchyroll for the primary part of that at least for the new shows coming out for subtitled and then funimation got the dub versions a little bit later after that i'd be perfectly fine with that mm -hmm. like all right cool now we're now now and now the universe has right again now everything has come together the way it should and everything <laughs> is right in the world and amazon can just go away and just not do that again just stay away from it no because mm. i am sure they had a lot of backlash once all that happened. Yeah, yeah, people can, like, that's pr that's most likely the reason why they ended it is because of all of the backlash. I'm uh, sure. I, I need to go back and look to see if Crunchyroll and Funimation had everything before Amazon even started. Because I, I really feel that they, they had, like, 70% of shows and, like, that last little 30% nobody had. But I, um, think they, I think they had more than that. I'm not saying they're going to have everything, that they had yeah. everything, but I'm pretty sure it was more like, not, not 70, more like 85 to 90% of everything. There was yeah. an occasional show in a season that would, would get missed. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. But I think it was like an oddball, where it was yeah. one of those where you're, like, looking at going, I'd like to see that, but, you know, I could I could do without it. Like, I got thirty. Show. I got thirty other shows I could watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it wasn't nearly as as high profile as some of the mm. other ones because that's what Amazon did. They sniped as many of the high profile ones as they possibly could. Yeah. Um, one thing that was really funny is I th I'm not sure if it was the fall season or the summer season, but I went through every sing almost every single show on um, Annie Chart was available for legal streaming every single one except for one show and i felt so bad for that one show i'm like ah oh, nobody wanted you yeah. it's like it's like oh, like half the shows are on amazon and then the other half are like crazy show and funimation like one or two are from uh high dive and then this one show is just like what about me <laughs> i'm like oh <"Aw." laughs> and, uh, and that's what i get i think I think that's kind of the way it was even before uh, Amazon chipped in on that. Mm -hmm. I think it, that's pretty much where it was at. You would find that one or two show in a season that would not get caught by either Crunchyroll or Funimation in that regards, so it would just get missed. Mm -hmm. But everything else they had, and it was all localized depending upon 
how you wanted to watch it. Okay. So, I, I feel like Amazon's just that nosy neighbor that just butted into this wonderful, like, house party that everyone was having just because the noise was getting too too loud. And they're and like, the, no, break the, it up. And the money was spilling out into the streets. And they're like, hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, things were interesting last year. Things are changing this year. We shall find out next season where everything's going. If everything's going to continue to go to Amazon uh, Prime or not, we shall find out. But uh, let's see. So, <laughs> speaking of Amazon Prime, the first show we're going to be talking about is <laughs> is uh, Beatless. One I wanted to watch. <laughs> so, um, this one go? yes. So this was. Uh, I'm still on the fence about it. Um, because I think when we talked about it on our upcoming episode, we were debating whether it's going to be a um, like an action show, a comedy show, or if it's going to be like serious and dealing with like the soul inside of an android and stuff like that. Um, they danced across that the entire episode. They're like, we're going to be a little bit philosophical over here, just a little bit, and then we're going to go over here and be action, and we're going to come over here and be a little bit etchy because it's anime, and then we're going to be over here and do a little tight, like tiny bit of comedy. Um, and then there are some parts that were actually like kind of scary. So I, um, it's all, it's always scary when like an Android gets like damaged and like, let's say, um, what was it? Like, uh, let's say Terminator when the liquid, um, Terminator 2, when the, the liquid, um, Terminator came after the person and like, it got hit by something like his head's like over here and like, he's still coming after you all weird. Like something similar happens to that in Beatless and it was, it was like really, really creepy and, um, the main character is a dummy. Cause I'm like, run! Why are you still standing there? She's a robot. She's gonna kill you. Run! And he's like, are you okay, Mrs. So-and-so? And I'm like, dude! <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, uh, see, that sort of mindset, I feel like, comes from, uh, like, the horror genre, where <clears throat> they, they notice that they, they walk up to the front door and see it, like, partially open when it wasn't supposed to be so what do they do they come walking in going hello hello is anybody there i'm like why <laughs> if they're there they're gonna kill you probably because even if they didn't intend to now you saw them or you're going to see them yeah Just get the hell out of there <laughs> it's, yeah see now already i'm like oh that would just annoy the hell out of me yeah, so um, that's like that's the part of the main character that kind of annoyed me. The good part of the main character is um, how they explain his story, where there's some people who hate the androids and some people who um, are like indifferent. They're like they're just a being just like me, and it's like not really. But I can see what you're talking about. Um, there is a scene where I got kind of upset at his friends, and it's it's um, it kind of is telling me this telling me that this story is going to be kind of shallow or at least at the beginning it's going to be shallow um he was walking with some of his friends and they were kind of um like they walked past this um shop and like 
there's this android there who's like serving food and stuff like that and she's like oh welcome like eat a shy all that kind of stuff and they're like he's like oh okay how you doing and they, they walk past and they look at him and they're like why do you keep like talking to the androids like they're people and he's like what well, is like it's like i can see like how he seems like he he seems like he thinks they're a real person and he mm. acts like they're a real person and everybody else is kind of like oh it's just a robot let's just go it's like they're they're treat like it's a robot at a store, so it's a vending machine. They're like, I'm not going to go talk to a vending machine. Yeah, like, they, they treat it like an object instead of an actual person. Yeah, so I get that. Um, then they walked over to a corner, and there was this android helping this older lady across the street. And one thing that was weird is, like, there was these, uh, the cars are automated, too. And um, there was this car, like, about to turn the corner, but the lady and the android were trying to cross. And the car is kind of like... Just like not sitting still it's like trying like i feel like the 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 car is just sitting there like recalculating recalculating because there's like an mm. obstacle and it was kind of just like moving i'm like what is this car doing and then um the main character goes over and he's like oh let me help you and he helps the android help this old lady across the street and as the as he's running over there the, the dude's like it's just an android what are you doing why are you helping and in my head i'm like there's an old lady there's an old lady there, exactly. I'm like, he's helping the android get the old lady across the street quicker. And I'm like, they didn't acknowledge the old lady at all. So I'm like, I'm not really sh like, that's that's kind of like. Well, that 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 to me feels like um, kind of a disassociation where you your mind just becomes so numb. You know, it's like, it's like violence in our world right now. Mm -hmm. If you think about back in like, let's say... 1950s, 1960s, or something like that. Mm -hmm. If you took somebody from back then and took them to now and showed them, say, like, Atlanta Almost. or Los Angeles or something like that, I mean, it would be such a culture shock. It would just be something you're just, like, looking at and going, oh, my God, what is this? Why? Why do people do that? Why are, why are there people sitting there like that? Why are, you know, there would be so many questions. But for <laughs> us... Everybody looking at their phones. Yeah, but for us... It's normal. Yeah. We don't we don't even think about it. We don't take it for granted. We take it for granted and we're just, you know, we we disassociate ourselves with it. So, I can kind of see where that comes from with them where if it's just an old lady crossing the street with a robot, they they see the robot and immediately shut down everything else. Yeah. It like it doesn't even register. It's like, "Oh, it's a robot. Whatever. I'm just going to mm -hmm. deal, you know, whatever." So, yeah. and it, it kind of reminds me of uh an older anime that I watched, uh, an anime movie years and years ago. Uh, do you remember Armitage? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it, but I, I know of it. Yeah. And that had a lot of that same sort of uh, very much people on the fence in that regards of are they human? Even they kind of act like it? Mm. Or are they kind of more of just the android robot since they are, you know, yeah. and then there was a big hullabaloo when they found out somebody, some somebody was tweaking with them, and then an actual they could give birth, you know, and and it was yeah, it it became wow. a huge huge ordeal, um, but that was the main focus of that simply because oh. it was once the, once the androids game became able to give birth, then they became scared of well now they're they're more human, yeah. you know that was the one thing that separated us is they couldn't do that, now they can. And then it just became huge thing. Okay. Um, so I kind of see where this one's going, even though I haven't watched it, just from mm. what you described. Yeah. There's, there's probably going to be a really big conflict in, in, in regards to 
whether or not they're considered human. So it's kind yeah. of an old story. I'm just curious how well they they tell it in their own way. Yeah. There's so, um there are a few moments like um that even I kind of fall into that like oh, it's a person kind of thing is because um after he helps the old lady and goes back and talks with his friends, the android comes back and like thanks him for um for helping the old lady cross the street and it was kind of weird because I had like, even though it had been only like a couple minutes, I was like already engaged in a separate conversation. And then she kind of interrupted me like, oh, thank you. And then she like bowed and then walked away. And I'm like, I'm like that's some really, really good programming. I'm like, that made me feel good. I'm like, that's that's kind of cool. And um, But see, here's here's the thing. The, the bad thing about that is, is that do you think had that been a human helping an old lady across the street, would they have thanked? Would they have come back and thanked them? Because there's a possibility that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. There's a yeah. strong possibility that wouldn't happen. Yet yeah. the the android <laughs> took that opportunity and said, "Oh, I'm gonna go back and, and make sure to thank them for helping me with that." Yeah, you know. So where 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 do you draw the line? Where's where's the dividing marker here? Yeah, is is one more better than the other? I mean, you know. So I hmm. I've always found those to be interesting, at least depending upon how they approach them. Okay. So, so um, I would say the last thing without <laughs> spoiling anything is um, there's a whole completely different side of the story going on, which is the action part. Basically, there's a bunch of prototype androids that have, like, broken out of the facility and they're, like, causing all kinds of havoc. And one of them, or a new mysterious one, helps the main character uh-huh. And it seems like them two are going to be going against the um, the other four or five um, androids, and that's where all the action comes in. So, so the ones the ones that decided that the androids are are bad or just they need they need to be treated like objects instead of like people kind of thing. Well, no, no, those are just his human friends. Those are just uh, two guys he goes to class with. The um, basically the military is fighting. Some escapee androids that were like prototyped with like weapons and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, weapon grade kind of. Yeah, okay. I, I guess I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, so all of that, and that's probably where the hatred comes from, is because they keep like experimenting with all these things, and like all these like um, disasters happen, and people die, and then resentment grows. So I can see where all of that comes from, just from the first episode. It's just my thing is I really like how the beginning they kind of warmed you up, saying like all these different interactions. And then towards the end of the episode, they're like, okay, now here's the action. And I'm curious, like, is it still going to be that balance throughout the whole series? Or is it just going to be, like, the crazy action stuff that was um, at the I end? I mean, they can. It's just, you know, yeah. it's as long as they do it well. Yeah, so um, I am I'm 100% on the fence because it was, like, it was half really interesting stuff and then half, like, kind of interesting stuff. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. So. Well, I'll definitely be able to at least check this one out when I know it's on Prime, or at least yeah, so at least be able to find out. It sounds it sounds more intriguing to me than anything else, and okay. it has been a while since I've seen uh, at least a good a good done a goodly done uh, one that has that sort of question about what is humanity and and how do you define it kind of thing. Okay, cool. The next show we're gonna be talking about is Card Captor Sakura Clear Card. This is entirely, entirely on you. I have no stake in this one 
whatsoever. If I so. wanted to watch this, this was this was out. Card Captor was out on was it WB or Kiss WB? Oh wow! Like I want to say back when I was a, a teenager, like a young teenager, I think like. 14 15 or something like that <laughs> um never i i i watched part of an episode and then just went nope not for me so <laughs> you go so, ahead and take this one away so i am confused about my history with this show i thought i had never seen this show at all and i'm like they're remaking it let me check out the first episode of the new one and see if it's interesting enough to where I'll go back and watch the old one as well. And it began with um, a silly kind of refresher. And it reminds me a lot of Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah. No, it should. <laughs> From what so, I remember seeing of it. Yeah. The original series, Cardcaptor Sakura, came out in 1998. Oh, wow. 1998. 20 years ago. Oh, so this is like a 20-year anniversary kind of thing? 20 year. It ended in 2000, so it had two years run. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> so, um, they did the, um, like, silly kind of uh, refresher at the beginning. And it was done with the, um, the little flying mouse thing yellow creature yeah it's her little gives her magical powers i don't know it's her trainee or something i don't know yeah so as soon as i saw him i'm like oh i recognize him i don't know where from <laughs> but i do recognize him so i don't know i was like maybe i've seen this before i'm not sure so um he's basically like in front of a projector and like kind of explaining the premise of the original series and like there's like another I guess he's a familiar or something. I don't know. Because it's like it's like with Sailor Moon. Like, the cat the cat isn't really her familiar. It's like, it's... It's a it mentor. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. So I'm not I'll sure you, if that's... I'll the... give you advice on what it is that you need to do kind of thing. Yeah. But you still got to do it. Yeah. So I feel like I don't know where that is. It's probably the same thing. But, um... So there's another animal thing. And it's running the projector. And it's, like, pointing to some cue cards. And because it switched to him so quickly, it switched back, I couldn't tell what he was saying. I'm like, is he saying hurry up? Or, or, like, read the script? Because he's, like, slapping this card. So I'm like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, he just started speeding up. So I'm guessing he's saying speed it up. And then, like, I don't even know what the whole premise of the first series is because he talks so fast. But I was like, eh, it doesn't matter. If I like this, I'll go back. So, um... I started watching this, and it's pretty interesting. Um, it is basically a girl who's going to middle school now, I think, and just trying to live her regular life, and then all of these crazy, like, incidents happen, and whenever she defeats the monster, she gets a card, I think. Yeah, something uh, like that. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, okay, it's basically the same formula as, as Sailor Moon. So I'm like, oh, okay, I liked Sailor Moon when I was younger. Maybe I'll... Maybe I'll, um, like this too. So, um, what was it? Uh, I'm pretty sure a bunch of crazy things happened and they kind of, like, finalized the last series and, like, 
characters that were together or like separated. Well, in this episode, like this one guy, Shoran or something like that, um, which is I guess her love interest, he shows back up and she's like, oh, darling! And they're all like, oh! And I'm like, wow! Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is some strong affection. I'm like, yeah. Jesus! <laughs> so, um, they, I'm like, they weren't doing it. They were just like, just talking, and she's like, uh-huh. And, like, another girl, like, her friend is, like, trying to embarrass her. So she's, like, recording because they're, like, gazing into each other's eyes. Oh, and then, and I'm like, this is some straw. Like, they just put the, they just dumped a bunch of romance on this show. Just, it's heavy. It's thick. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I'm, like, getting kind of embarrassed. I'm like, I. Do y'all need a room or something? Do we need to, like, go to another scene? Because y'all are, like, really intensely in love. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I don't know any of the backstory, but I'm pretty sure y'all have gone through some stuff. So, oh, um, <laughs> it's it was weird. I've never seen a show where the two characters were, like, like that intensely in love in a long time. So, that was kind of interesting. Um, she lives with her dad and her brother, I think. Because I think her mom passed away. And, um, I could, her dad looks just like her, like her, they both look almost the same age. Like I couldn't tell who was older between her dad and her brother. And they're like, kind of like making all these like playful comments. And I'm like, you're kind of creepy. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know, I know you're her dad and all, but like, you're kind of towing that line a little bit too much. <laughs> and then the brother's just an ass. And I'm like, you. You need to take a chill pill or something. Um, I don't remember much about the school that she goes to. All I remember is that, um, and then the fights—they're like they're magical girl fights. It's nothing special. Like, yeah, it's just run of the mill um, magical girl fights. So you, you I don't, don't remember. Know. You don't remember anything about the school because like all the rest of it just creeped you out so much. It like went by like in a blur, and you're just like, oh my god, what is it I just watched? Other than being creeped out. <laughs> yeah, it was just. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I kind of want to go back and like, because I feel like I am, I just got thrown in like the middle of the ocean. I'm like, okay, I get that. I'm like It's called um, Card Captors After a Clear Card because all of the cards that she captured in the first series, they all kind of just got wiped and they're all like just, I thought it was plastic, but apparently they're glass. So now they're just empty glass cards and she still has them. And there's this guy that she goes to to try to figure out what happened to him. And, like, they cast a couple spells and, like, try to figure out what happens when they don't know yet. So, that's intriguing. I'm like, well, what happened to all the cards? You got a big old stack. I'm like, that's cool. So. Two years and how many seasons worth of uh, <laughs> her defeating monsters and such. I'm sure she has probably quite the collection. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they're all invisible now. I'm like, what do you do with them, really? Do you just keep them in that box or are you are there like a certain number of them you're trying to collect and like you're almost there but then these are all wiped now i'm like i'm i'm very intrigued after they got past the whole romance scene because <laughs> um i don't know it's well see that just means you need to go back and watch two years worth of episodes. <laughs> so i feel like i'm going to do that um... oh god <laughs> oh god why why put so, yourself through that because i want to know why <laughs> it's not 
worth it. It's not worth it. So, uh, yeah, this is going to put on a backlog list. I don't know when I'll get to it or what. Way, way, way in the back. Like, maybe not quite the end, but maybe like second to last or something. (laughs) So, um, yeah, the episode was very intriguing, especially because I feel like I just got thrown right in the middle of something. And um, I kind of want to know why they all turned clear. Only what happened? That was... It looks like it was a lot of work. <laughs> so um, two years worth of work. So yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was it was interesting. I may go back to it one day. All right. The next show we're gonna be talking about is Citrus. Another one I have no clue about. I don't know. I I the only thing I remember about this one is okay. So the the picture you put up is a lot better than the one I remember seeing. In was it any list? I want to say on any yeah, list. Yeah, I, I think the old image before the series started was um. That that was kind of just I I wasn't even sure what I was looking at, especially <laughs> when it was called citrus, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know if I want to even know what's going on in this one, but go ahead. So yeah, I don't know why it's called citrus either. Um, this is a Yuri show. Um, I could have guessed. Yeah, so, um, it's animated, very nice, um... I feel like you're you're trying to find really hard something to say that does not involve what you originally said at the start. Just gonna point that out. Just gonna say that. I mean, uh, you know... So, at the beginning of the show, the, um, the blonde girl... Um, she is that gal type of personality, which is like, I guess the English, no, okay. uh, I guess the English equivalent would be like Valley Girl, like all dressed up, all made up and yeah, yeah, yeah. like, um, all that kind of stuff. And she's talking with some of her other friends and everything. And they're all like going to, you know, the term mixer, right? A party where you go. To yeah. The- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like half guys, half girls, and y'all are trying to, like, hook up and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. So she's, like, on all kinds of mixers and all that kind of stuff. And she's actually putting on a front, like, she's putting on a front. Like, with her friends, she talks about, like, all the guys she's dated and kissed and all that kind of stuff. And then um, she ha- she's, like, inside her head, she's, like, she's never actually fallen in love. So I don't know if it's been, like... Oh, I oh. do remember reading about this one. Yeah. Yeah, because she wants to have a boyfriend. Yeah. But then her mom puts her in a all yeah. girls school. <laughs> so what happened is, is um, her mom um, finds this guy, and then they end up um, either getting married, I don't know, or just moving in together. And this guy's like, oh. <laughs> At first, I thought this guy was like a just a... Um, like a really rich businessman. He's just off on um, trips and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so basically you never see him. And um, they end up moving into the place. And then she starts going, oh, before she before she moves, she talks to her friends. She's just like, uh, they're all like, ah, oh, you're going to miss out on the mix or anything. She's like, nah, that's fine. It's like, I'm going to go to the new school and I'm going to hook up with the guy. It's going to be just fine. And then she moves in. And then the first day of school, she's walking and gets to the school, and it's like all girl high school. <laughs> so she's dun, like, dun, dun. <laughs> she's like, oh no. 
And because she's dressed up all blonde and um, like clothes are certain, girl looking just, just crazy, like vibrant colors and all that kind of stuff. She walks up to like she's walking to the school and like everybody passing her is all like nice and buttoned up, solid black hair, like just prim and proper. And everybody's just like like a sea of robots. And she immediately stands out. So uh, what was it? It wasn't the student council president, but it was somebody like one of the people who like like a, like a hall monitor, I guess, would be the easiest way to say it, um, like stops her. And she's like. Um, she's like your hair's in violation. Your your your, your uh, uniform's in violation. You can't have the cell phone. You can't have makeup. You can't basically you can't be your entire self. Your in yourself is an entire violation. And um, she's kind of shocked, and she then she starts getting mad and like goes up to the girl and like starts complaining. She's like, oh, I'm I'm new to the school. You can't do all this kind of stuff to me and all that kind of stuff. And then. The, the other main girl um, kind of breaks up that little confrontation and like walks up to her and she is actually the student council president. And then she kind of like calms the other girl down and like um, one of the girls wanted to confiscate her, um, her, her cell phone. And she, she said, no, and put it in her pocket. Well, when the student council president walked up to her, she like got up in her face and was like telling her that she needs to like follow the rules and all that kind of stuff. And then just felt her up and snatched her cell phone all at the same time. <laughs> and me, I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on? <laughs> and then she's like, got your cell phone, and then walked off. <laughs> and then the other girl just kind of fell to her knees, like kind of trembling. She's like, what just happened? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> so i was like what am i in store for oh my god oh now most of the time etchy shows like put me off and especially like there's this one show that was also at um a um beauty show and i can't remember the name it came out probably like a year or more ago and I just didn't like it. Like it, there's something about it that I'm like, mm, not feeling this. Like this isn't this is like the UD shows that I like are like playful UD, where like all the girls they they kind of like in love with each other, but they're all playing around and doing silly stuff like UD UD. Then there's the serious adult ones, and it's a mature story, so that's fine. And then there's the raunchy ones, and I'm like, no, thank you. And then there's what whatever this is. It's like a mix of like. <laughs> Like kind Bunchy, of adult and playful. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what is this? So I like it. I think <laughs> I don't know. It 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 is. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I am I am not even remotely surprised, considering your like of kaijo. No, no, that's I am different. Not remotely surprised. No. Not even a little. No, kaijo is different. Not even. How is it different? Cause Keijo is trying to be a shonen show, and they are being a hundred ten percent shonen. This show is weird. Like I'm intrigued by this show. I don't. I, I, I would say Keijo is extremely weird, and that it's trying to be a sports anime. Yeah. As a as a cover story <laughs> for 
girls trying to beat each other up with their boobs and butts. So this being the fact that it's like a girl coming to school, wanting to be hook up with a guy, finding it's an all girls school, and then getting felt up by the student council president. So because she wanted to get her phone. You, Go ahead. Watch the first episode. I, and see how see how they execute stuff. Because the way you're explaining it, I'm I'm trying to imagine it in my head. I'm like, no, that's not the same thing. <laughs> that's that's what I heard from you. Yes, but you have to see it. Like it's, I, cause like like when other shows they like fill up a character, they like come up right behind them and just like ooh jiggle jiggle jiggle. I'm like that's stupid. Stop it. This show. So what, get, she like was professionally trained by a police officer to just interrogate somebody and, would, and group them? I would not be surprised. Oh, I was like, no. she was an expert. Like, it was like stealthy and all up in your face at the same time. Oh, my goodness. Whereas, like, she walks up to her and then you're like, oh, what just happened? And she's like, I got your phone. And you're like, did you need to do all that other stuff? Because... <laughs> It was right here in the back pocket. Just saying. Yeah, it's like you could have just... Yeah, so, I don't know. It was that, like, threw me for a loop. I was like, what the hell just happened? Um, so then, <laughs> after that encounter, um, they're fine with her, like, having the dress because it's the first day, but they're like, tomorrow come back is, um, like, regular, like, not in violation. And from the picture, it looks like they're just going to let her stay the way she is. I don't know. But um, uh, you get to end up uh, fight. You get to meet some other characters that still follow the rules, but then they're like, "Oh, the teacher's here." Okay, I'm nice and proper. And as soon as the teacher leaves, they're like, "Oh my god, so and so, this and this and that." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, so that's really cool." How like not everybody is just robot must do homework kind of stuff. So um, it's really interesting how they're like sprinkling other characters that are somewhat interesting in there. Um, you end up finding out that her mom, uh, the main girl's mom, married the student council girl's father. So the girl that just felt her up is actually her sister. Not related though. Not yes. even a little bit. Yeah. At least that is good in that regards. So that surprised me. I, I should have seen it coming, but I did not see it coming. <laughs> Yeah, because you were just so, it just it completely dumbfounded with the whole just professional gropeception that, that, that happened between that. And you just completely zoned out anything else coming forward. Um, oh, what was it? The head, like the head teacher or like one of the other crazy, like she has a mushroom haircut. It's so weird and so out of place. I don't, I was like, everybody's dressed normal. And then you look like a mushroom. And then every night, like, I'm, I'm seeing from the picture, I haven't met most of these characters, but eventually start meeting some, like, some characters that have a little bit of color and personality to them, I'm assuming. And I'm really curious to find out, like, the personalities of these other characters. So, um, I don't know. This show isn't, like, this show, I guess, <laughs> like, how do I want to say this? <laughs> I'm like, we're live on the internet. Um, <laughs> this show is tastefully done. <laughs> so is that the same tastefully done as in like kaijo tastefully done no kaijo is absurd so absurd that i love it this show is tastefully done 
so far. Gotcha. Um, so I'm I'm a, I'm gonna watch a couple more episodes to see. <laughs> for for research purposes, purely <laughs> research purposes. So um, <laughs> that's it for that one. The next show we're gonna be watching. The next show we're gonna be talking about is "Darling in the Fran XX" or "Franks" or whatever it's called. Okay. <laughs> Eventually, so, you're gonna get tired of talking. I just, I know it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, you got the next one. So, uh, this show is about. I don't understand the world completely yet in this show. But I do know it's about, it follows a group of students who live on this colony that is moving. That colony also has a army of giant mechs. There is, um, there's a human race of people. And then there's this other, like, I guess mutation, or it's another race, I'm not sure, of people who have horns. Um, okay. The, the way the society is run is basically once, uh, I guess, once the kid reaches a certain age, they become a pilot um, of one of them. They team up, um, and that's where the darling comes from, because it's usually a male and a female, and they're a darling pair or something like that. And um, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and um, they both pilot the mech together. It's kind of like um, Pacific Rim, where you have to have two people. Um, they don't go into the whole synchronization like that show. It's something different. I haven't figured out like why you need two people yet. But um, if two people are a match, then they can pair up and get them in the mech and then protect the colony from these giant monsters that live all over the place. Um, the main character, the guy, he is having trouble synchronizing with um, the person he's paired up with. And on their final, like, I guess, trial or final test, um they're not able to synchronize and like it's like it's very very demanding mentally and physically and once they're done they're just like just like breathing heavy sweaty just like they can't handle being in that machine anymore so after they fail the test basically i guess they're about to get exiled to like one of the little secondary pod things that like float along the side of the ship um i guess where all the the rejects i guess would be um, and right when, um, right when his partner is about to be egg, like about to go into the little pod, a monster attack, and then this crazy battle happens and it is made, this show is made by, um, Trigger. And these are the people who did Fooly Cooly. These are the people who did, um, Gurren Lagan. That so, style of, yeah, that like crazy animation style. Yes, this is that show, and it's also they also teamed up with a uh, A One Pictures to work on this, so it's going to be very good. Um, before the monster attacks, um, the guy is off by himself, and he, like right after he failed his test, and he's kind of like trying to figure out his new purpose. <sighs> he's trying to figure out his new purpose in life. Um, he's looking up to the sky, and he's like, "What am I gonna do? I can't pilot this mech, and that's basically like that's what you're supposed to do in this society." So um, he's off at this lake. He ends up, um, I think he's looking for something. And he ends up coming across um, this girl in the lake. This girl with horns, she was just transported to that colony to kind of be, um, I think she's going to be like like a specialized helper to the military, I guess. Would be, <laughs> what's the way to explain it? 
Um, and I, I'm not sure if it's because of the horns or if it's just because of her. She's super duper powerful and she keeps killing the partners that she's paired with because she's too strong. So when they um, arrive in, at the colony, it's her and like this guy who has his arm in a sling, his neck's in a cast, and he's just like, has his helmet on. And you can tell that he's like, mm, I don't think he's gonna last that much longer. Um, but during the whole trip there, she's um, she's like impulsive. She's like, I just, I, she's like, I feel dirty. I wanna take a bath. And they're like, just hold on. We're almost at the colony. And as soon as they get to the colony, she, like, just disappears. <laughs> so the main character comes across her, taking her bath that she wanted, even though, she, like, she escaped from her, like, people who were supposed to be keeping an eye on her. And um, they both meet, and she, like, licks his face or something. And, like, it's, like, it's this weird encounter. And then she's, like, really intrigued by him because of... So I guess she can see something in him that works with her, but... Um, they finally catch her and like take her off to the thing uh, when the monster attacks <laughs> uh, later on he um, their mech like smashes into the side of the building the main character just happened to be walking from there because that's where he left his partner off into the pod and the, that guy when the sling just falls out the um, falls out of the mech and just dies like it he just can't handle another battle um, she's all like just torn up and bloody and she's like She's halfway out of the machine and she's like climbing back in and the dude's like, no, wait, you're injured. She's like, I, we gotta, we gotta fight. And then they ended up, um, becoming partners. He gets in the thing. The mech transforms into something that nobody's seen in a long time and they defeat the monster. And I'm like, it is awesome. Mm -hmm. So I really, really, um, I really, really like this show. Um, I would say anybody who's a fan of, um, Gurren Laga, yeah, anybody who's a fan of mechs, anybody who's a fan of that trigger style animation, they would absolutely love the show also. See, now, when you were describing it, it almost reminded me of uh, Eureka 7. Did you ever watch that one? I need to. I'm not, when, the, when the second season came out, um, I, um, when the second season came out, I know I was listening to another podcast and they were like a really big fan of it. And then they said the second season doesn't exist anymore because of how bad it was. So he like refused yeah, to acknowledge it, was, it. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. It, in no way a connection to like the first season. The first season was just on its own, humendously great. Uh, but that's that second season just, just, just yeah. It you know it, it's like some things where you're like you should never have continued it. You should have left it where it was. It was perfectly fine where it was. We were mm -hmm. good where it was. Why did you touch it? No, leave it alone. Yeah, kind yeah. of thing. So yeah. Um. When. Um. Yeah. So. Because people like really love the first series and they say it like it left off with a good thing. That's one of the shows that was like it's on my backlist. I want to watch it because it's a Bones show and I love Bones. Like it's but yeah, of... just like what you were describing with the hack, the fact that like the, the the mech had to operate with two people kind of thing, and yeah. when the two of them got together, it transformed into something no one else had ever seen. Immediately, that just popped in my head with oh, Eureka Seven. That's pretty much exactly what happened on theirs too. Oh, okay. So cool, but um, yeah. So overall, like, I love this type of like, kill a kill, was a bit raunchy for me. Like, as far as like a trigger show goes, like I'm into Fooly Cooly, I'm into Gurren Lagann, I'm into um, what was that other show, Gunbuster? Like those types of shows, I really really love from Trigger. Yeah. Um, this is right up my alley. I used to not be a big mech fan, but if the story's good enough, 
then I'm on board, and I'm definitely on board for this show. Uh, well, was this one of the one that was Amazon as well? No, this is not Crunchyroll. Was it? Okay. Yes. Actually, yeah, now I remember. Check this one out. <laughs> cool. All right. The next show Yay, we're going to be talking talk about, about is Death March to the Parallel World Rhapsody. Yes. So this, I think a lot of people, uh, I don't know. I feel like people are, are, are getting, what was it? The other one with the, uh, the cell phone in another, another world. I feel yeah. like people are going to uh, draw a lot of comparisons to. Yeah. In regards, but I because I see a lot of flack from that one, and rightly so, about somebody being overpowered. Yeah. And and you know they they draw comparisons between that and One Punch Man because they're like One Punch Man did it right. The the cell phone in another world did it completely wrong as far mm. as someone who is completely overpowered and just has just too much. Um, to me, I think this one holds a good balance. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I think he he knows he has the power, but he doesn't abuse the power. And he still has moments where he's unsure of himself because of how he gained that power. Yeah. So, uh, did you watch this one? Yes. Okay. Uh, how many episodes are you into it? Just one. <laughs> okay. But, like, so... <clears throat> but you see what I'm saying with that, though, right? Because, like, he gained his power. So, for those of you who don't know, so, basically, this is a story of... A game programmer who has works really hard like oh my god this is like insane how many hours like they don't even leave the office for like days at a time yeah um and they sleep underneath their desks kind of thing i'm just like one thing i want to say uh, yeah the one thing i want to say is basically like programmers they have this thing called crunch time and same thing in the gaming industry. I think, I'm not sure if it's just this anime calling that, but I'm pretty sure the Japanese equivalent is called the Death March. Yeah. So it's ba- that's basically what this no- show gets its name from. Yeah, yeah, is. yeah. So he, uh, the it, they don't, he's not sure yet because he, he goes to sleep underneath his desk and he wakes up in this world we don't know how he got there we don't know why he's there and we don't know if it's real or not he's unsure if it's real or not but he's going with it because he's like i'm tired this is a nice change of pace (laughs) this looks great i'm gonna go with it so he's going with it um but uh so what ended up happening was because i mean the description that they had of this on any list was like nowhere it was very vague in a lot of ways so when he's making the or he's helping to make the game and, and to fix the bugs in the game one of the things was said was is they made the game too hard. So they wanted to give people a little bit of a help when they first started. So what they did was they gave them three meteor showers, essentially, as spells. Oh, okay. See, so in the beginning of the game, well, no, and when he was in the real world, that's what they were trying to figure out. And he's like, okay, I'll tell you what. We'll give the, we'll give the starting player three meteor showers and a map reveal. Or like maybe two map reveals. I think two map reveals, so that way they can they can kind of get the feel for things. They don't get completely bogged down, but it's an option. They don't have to use it if they don't want to use it. So what ends up happening is when he gets, for a better lack of word, when he gets transported into this game, he is in the middle of a huge, huge battle, like lizard men, dragon, like everything around him is going crazy and everyone's coming straight for him. He's like the focal point of this. So he panics 
he uses his meteor shower, but then he doesn't think it works. So he uses all three of them. <laughs> he uses all three of them, and then all three of them trigger. And this giant meteor storm, not even a shower now, it's more of a storm, just comes down and just slaughters everything in this valley just complete decimation and you end up finding out later not only did he kill all the lizard men there there were dragons that he ended up killing because he's going through his his at one point and in, in this he keeps getting new titles and he's he was like at one point he's like man i've been getting a lot of titles let me go look through them real quick at one point he's going down and he sees one of them is god slayer and he sees where he gets it from and he's like Oh, I killed a bunch of dragons. I guess that happened during the meteor shower that I didn't even notice that it, that that was the thing. Okay, but yeah, so all of this happens, and he goes from a level one character to a level like three hundred and fifty some odd character, just like boom, right there, because of all the just the massive killing with all the creatures that happen. Um, so he gains all this. All, all of a sudden, all of his stats are maxed out. He has so many skill points to use, and he has. All of this like equipment, and he, he ended up getting like an in, like an endless bag, like a pouch to another dimension. So he put mm-hmm. all of it into there. So literally, he can just keep pulling things out of this bag, like nobody's business. Um, so basically, he becomes overpowered mm-hmm. because now he's just got everything. But he doesn't know how to use it. He's not, you know, even though he is a programmer of a game, he's still kind of feeling things out. He's like, I, yeah. I know, I I know what this can do, but I don't know how it works here. Yeah. So that to me is a nice way of balancing it. You're not just giving a person a mass amount of power and all of a sudden they're masters with it right off the bat. No, you gave them a whole bunch of mass amount of power and it's like giving a, a, you know, 10 year old just like massive, just boosts of everything. Yeah. Yeah, They're going to be like, well, this is cool, but they don't know what to do with it. And that's kind of the way he is. He's like, I'm. I'm here. I don't really have a goal in mind because, for all I know, this is a dream. I'm just going to wander around and just kind of see how this works. Um, but it's cool because, like, he'll do things. He'll do some cool things, and then he'll do things that he's, like, he probably shouldn't have, but he didn't realize that he could do those things. And then, apparently, he actually now has the skill. See, before, those were items that he used for the meteor shower. Yeah. He got three items he could use. Now, he actually has that as a skill, as a power. Yeah. So he can call meteor showers down and he tests that at one point and then goes i am never using that ever again i am turning that off that's not something i want to do because (laughs) i don't know if it was because of it was now one of his powers but i think comparably to the three that he called down before the one that he calls down from his own power is even stronger than those three were yeah it's like it's a freaking area because he's like, I'm going to go all the way over here, and I'm going to see how well this works. Because that way I'm out of out of the blast range. And he calls it down, and he had to run. Because he, even though he was out of the blast range, he was still technically in the blast range. <laughs> so. Yeah, because it's like three entry-level basic meteor attacks compared to one master level 300, like, yeah. 300 attack. I was like, yeah. whoa. Decimates a whole ca- like canyon essentially. There was nobody in there, but well, maybe that was when the dragons were. I don't know, but either way, it was just like, holy crap. Um, after that initial like episode, after episode one, like episode two, I feel like slows down dramatically. Mm-hmm. 
like it hyped me up. I was just so totally stoked to see what would happen. And then we just immediately came like crashing down. We're just like it, it that that it, it, it this is such a roller coaster because now okay. he he goes to a town and now it's he literally it's like almost it went from action to slice of life. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what just happened here? You know, you see him using some of his skills because then he starts to be able to barter. He starts to be able to trick people. You know, he's he's telling people he's a merchant, even though he's not. Uh, but he has like enough skill points where he can max out like deceit and, you know, conversation stuff that he can convince people that he is so they don't question him. Um, but then the last episode that I watched was was kind of nice because it um, uh, it had a little bit more action to it. I'm, I, I don't get me wrong. I enjoy the, the learning about the world and everything. But I think where it really shines is when we get into those action sequences with it. I feel like that is where it needs to be at. Because, I mean, it's a fantasy anime. It's It's got to have some good action in it. Um, and I, it's interesting how things are progressing because um, apparently you find out that there are demi-humans in the world. Um, they're part, like, some sort of animal and human. And people in this world kind of treat them as slaves. Because okay. I guess during a long time ago, a war that happened, there was actually a war between the demi-humans and the humans. And the humans ended up winning. But because of like all the death that took place because of it, there's like a lot of animosity between humans and demi-humans. So mm-hmm. now demi-humans are essentially treated as slaves. Mm-hmm. But of course, he's from our world. We really don't look at it like that. And he kind of frowns upon that. And because of that, people look at him strange because he actually treats them like people. Yeah. So... But there's there's a nice relationship going on there because there, there was an incident that occurred. I'm not gonna get much into it later because I think you really I think you really like this one. It's I think comparatively to like cell phone in another universe, this one's way better. This one's leaps and bounds better. Um, but like the interactions that he has with them later on with the demi humans, I think are just it, it's great. And you can really see where they 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 care about him because he shows them a lot of basically treats them like human. Yeah, you know. He finds that they're hurt or, or dirty, and he gives them like a stack of like clean cloth and something to take care of their wounds. He doesn't do anything with them, but he's like, "Here, you can have this." And they look at him like, "Don't waste this on us." And he's like, "No, I because I, eventually he's like, I order you to take this and to clothe yourself and clean yourself up, and then they'll, they they do it." But you know, it's like he had to go that far because they're so used to being treated like slaves. Yeah. That he had to take it that far. Um, but, you know, and then it's fun just to see he has, like, knowledge that he's been using. For the most part, it's not it, – he has a lot of, like, physical and, and better attributes that he can use. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, he uses his way of, like – to everyone else, it's a re- it's the real world. To him, it's a game. And he can, like, open up a menu in front of him and be able to see, like, a map of the area or um, – he can actually look at people and see their stats. <laughs> so he knows, like, okay, you're level this. You know, when when he gets into a situation <laughs> with the demi-humans, um, they're in, like, a <laughs> essentially a dungeon, and he looks at them, and he's like, okay. Like, the in the picture, the two little girls that are up top. Uh-huh. And then I think it's the, is it the blonde that's there as well, or is also a demi-human? Uh-huh. The blonde one he looks at and goes, okay, you actually have fighting skill. I see that. So I'm going to give you a weapon. But I'm not going to give a weapon to these two because I know they don't have fighting skill. They uh-huh. can't do anything with it. Uh-huh. So there's no point, you know. So he he's very much like he's using his knowledge in that regards 
to better assess the situation, depending upon what he's in. So. <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking, like, he goes to, like, a restaurant and he, like, sees a girl and sees her stats. You're like, hey, nice stats. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. So he has had instances where he's, like, because apparently in this world, I think what they said is, like, because he, when he, he had to go and get registered for the town. And when he did, okay. they saw his age was 15, uh-huh. and that's essentially considered an adult in that town. Okay. So he gets very Wait. confused. Oh. Yeah, because when he when he goes to this other world, even though he was an adult in the other yeah, world, yeah, yeah. he gets he becomes younger. Yeah, okay. Figure. Because um, eventually, at first I was like, oh, so he's going to go into this other world as an adult. That's something different, because usually it's always like kids that are going into it. Yeah. But at least even though he is younger in appearance, he's still the same age mentally. He did mention that. Yeah. Like, he's like, reflect- yeah. yeah, he saw his reflection. He's like, why am I this young? Yeah. I look like I was, like I did back in high school. Why am I, no, whoa, no, no. Um, <laughs> but he still retains all of his personality as a an adult. Yeah. So, which I, I appreciate that. It didn't just be like became like a kid and, and like all of a sudden he's gonna have like kid tendencies kind of thing. It's like no no no. Yeah, the last show that I that I remember doing that was like erased because um, even though he would travel back in time and he's like a twenty nine year old, whenever he transferred back to his child age, he still kept his like twenty eight. He kept his current mind. So yeah, that's, that's that's an interesting thing that I've started noticing in shows. I I appreciate that because I'm kind of getting a little bit uh, this this you know, underage boyish, uh, personality. Cause like at mm-hmm. one point in the second episode, he ends up getting approached by a young girl with big boobs who like goes and grabs his arm and like is pressing up against him. Cause she's trying to convince him to come to her mother's inn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, that's really soft. He makes note of that. He's like, that's really soft. And had I been younger, probably would have tried to go for something with that, but I'm just going to let this, I'm gonna let it slide. And I'm just going to kind of go along with it anyways. So he's still retaining his, like, okay, this is wrong. This is not going to happen. There's nothing to this. But I'm going to go along with it just to, just to see how this, this pans out. But he doesn't have the reaction that you would, like, you know, if he was a 15-year-old in this world or whatever, got, you know, yeah. some big boobs coming in, he'd be like, oh, yeah, you know. You know no. no, no, no. Okay. You know, so even though I, I see this becoming a, a harem anime, I don't think that it's going to... I, I don't think it's going to progress down the really like overly raunchy side or like overly like, you know, because he's gonna sit, look at these situations, and be like, yeah, no, mm-hmm. not gonna happen. It's still nice because he'll know that. He'll be like, you know, it's it's kind of like a um, Ingaro yeah. with the dude where he 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 makes note of big boobs. He's like, you know, oh, thank you, you know, because he'll make note of that. But that's it. That's yeah. as far as we go. He's like, okay. And I think that's kind of in the same realm of what we're getting here. He's like, she looks nice. She's really nice. But I have things to do. You know, it's kind of like in those <laughs> okay. situations. So. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, so, yeah, I watched this one also. Um, you explained a lot of questions that I had. <laughs> um, because I didn't know where the meteors came from. And I was like, oh, they did mention that they were giving something to the beginner players. And I was like, ah, Okay. And then, um, what was it? He uh, just got really lucky in the usage of them. Yeah. And then, um, I wasn't, I didn't know where the meteors came from. And then I was like, 
these meteors came out of nowhere and then all of a sudden he's at three level 300 so i'm like i don't understand but you yeah now i get it um yeah i may i may continue this one i'm not sure it's like not really my biggest genre um i have to see more to see if the other characters like hook me because it's a harem i'm not really sure unless they are like really really interesting like like gate something like gate i'm like a hundred percent on board something like um konosuba i'm like a hundred percent on board um this is my one of my weakest genres, so I'll 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 check out a couple more episodes to see if it hooks me. But um, right now I'm on the fence. I don't know the 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 other characters are you know so far you've met um well that one girl he ends up saving who mm-hmm. got blasted away when she was casting a spell because that was in the the end of the first episode. Oh yeah 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 yeah. She she's a continuing character. She's not one that just one and done. She's actually a continuing character because I think she's actually in the picture the one the blonde that's in the very forefront of the uh picture okay. that's her cool. um she does show up again so as far as i know she's a continuing character she's decently okay she's very much an open book <laughs> open-faced person because mm-hmm. when she introduces herself later on she makes note of that you know she pretty much spills her guts right then and there in front of him she you know he makes the introduction going hey i'm Sat- sato and she's like oh i'm the yada 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 of family and i do magic and i've just you know recently graduated out of high school and i'm currently single and at the very end he's just like in his mind he's going i really didn't need to know that last part but okay <laughs> that's fine we'll go with that you know so she's kind of an interesting character and the 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 demi humans that he's with too i think will be like the little girls are just adorable um mm. i think one of them's a dog and one of them's or like one of them's part dog and one of them's i know the older one's part lizard and then i forget what the other little girl is but they're adorable um in their own way and uh he utilizes them very well too because when they're in that dungeon situation he tells the one that's a dog he's like if you smell blood you let me know that way i can know ahead of time and i know what to expect so i mean he's using his brains in that regards i'm like that's awesome um because yeah immediately she's like i smell blood up ahead and he's like oh well now i know there's danger so (laughs) um but yeah I, i honestly i think I don't think they're going to go too far, even though he has himself surrounded by women. I don't think they're going to go too far down the harem, like overly in love story where everyone's just madly, you know, I think they're going to care for him. Obviously, the um, the one girl that he saved cares for him just because he saved her life. Yeah. Um, and I think kind of with the same with the, the slaves, the demi-humans, because he's pretty much saving their lives and he's kind of taking over and treating them actually like people. So. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a series of circumstances where it's not going to be like he's just doing something that would probably have come naturally anyways. And just because he has the ability to do so, but they're going to at least care for him because of it kind of thing. Okay. So. Cool. All right. I will definitely give that a couple more episodes. The next show we're going to be talking about is Grand Crest Senki, or Record of Grand Crest War. I don't know. I'm kind of on the... <laughs> I, I, so you watched the first one, this one? Yes, but I don't... Oh! Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> you remember? Yes. I, I, I'm on the fence about this one, honestly. Yeah. I, I kind of am. Yeah. I think probably the biggest on-the-fence portion of this for me is it seems to be going at a really really quick pace and i'm having you know, i'm still able to keep up but I'm, I'm having to really try to put forth the effort to keep up mm-hmm. like i feel like there's a lot more backstory and a lot more story going around that we're just not being told right yeah. away 
and it just it causes confusion later on until they at least mention something. And you're like, oh, okay, uh, okay, I, I think I follow you here. Okay, let's keep so, going. So you're saying this is basically a 52 episode series that they're trying to squeeze down to one season? I, I, I think so, honestly, <laughs> I really do. Um, and it's like you're you're trying to they're trying to get you to feel for the characters, and they have some. They really have some very unique characters. Mm-hmm. Um, like I want to know more about her, um, the the main girl, the main mage girl's uh, partner, that dude, because there's something blood, something or other. Like he has an ability, and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like I appreciate that. Um, and then um, she has another character that comes on. I think it's the purple-haired girl that's mm-hmm. in a picture there that comes on. Again, she has something very similar. And I'm like, okay, so there's multiple people who have this. Okay. What is it? Why do they have <laughs> this? What is the purpose of this? Yeah. I'm like, they're really, really good fighters. And I really like the purple-haired girl, by the way. Like, her mm-hmm. character is just... I, I laugh so hard. Because um, later on, they get into a huge battle mm-hmm. with another uh, count. And uh, she goes, like, full-on berserk mode. And this one guy on the other army is trying to, like... It basically kind of outmaneuvers her slightly, and she's like, "I really like you," and I'm like, "That is hilarious." You're fighting against him. You're trying to kill him, and he's kind of like outmaneuvering you, and you're still like, "You're outmaneuvering me. I like you. Can we be friends?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, really? Just oh my god." Um, so I mean, like the characters are there. They have great characters. I feel like there's a lot more backstory going on um, that they're not telling us. Um, I want to know more about the mages. I want to know more about the demon lord uh, and how he managed to just come into where the kings were trying to unite and become one. And so that way, you know, they could unite their realms and become even stronger. Um, like they, they had it in the very beginning and then nothing. And the kings died. And then all of a sudden they just say everything devolves into chaos. And I'm like, what happened? Why? Why did it devolve into chaos? Why didn't someone do something? Why did they allow that to happen? Show me the chaos. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they describe how the main character, the dude who's becoming a count, had his his land is in turmoil. And, like, I'm like, all right. Can we have, like, at least maybe half an episode to, like, do a little backstory on this? and And how he got his own crest? Because... Everyone's looking at him going, how did you get that crest? And he's like, I made it or something. I'm like, how did that happen? Why did that happen? You know, there's, there's, I I feel like there's so much potential being wasted on this that they have, they have very unique characters. The action is great. They have, they obviously know how to do battle sequences because they had a huge, like half war that was going on, which was awesome. And there's just so much else going on. And, and Ah, I feel like there's just wasted potential here, and it's infuriating because I watch more because I'm wanting to know more. But at the same time, for every one question they answer, I get like 50 more. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm just like, God, you're killing me. Stop it. Stop it. You know, so I don't know. I feel bad. I, I, I feel bad. I, I, I want this to be a better series, and I, I see the potential that it has, and it's just not there. Yeah, um, so for me, uh, I watched the first episode, and, um, this is also another fantasy anime, one of my weaker genres, um, I was intrigued by what was going to happen, um, 
at the beginning two basically two factions um the the princess and the prince from two different factions were getting married to kind of like um create peace between the two nations and um before that could happen um i guess somebody attacked and killed the kings of both kings human lord all of a sudden got summoned randomly because a a chaos thing came out of nowhere yeah and both kings got killed and then instead of them still being like we're gonna reunite and both sides are gonna like up rise up against the demon king they're like no we hate each other and now everybody's fighting again so that was one thing where i'm like where the demon th- did they show any more of the demon okay nope. <laughs> so i'm like who he showed was- himself once in the first episode and i think i'm on episode four now and i've yet to see him again yeah i'm like that was a big thing that happened that kind of ruined so many people's plans or at least the higher ups plans like the show's almost like one third over like where are they (laughs) so um that's one issue that i had with it um so then so i was like it's my expectations keep getting switched so i'm like okay um yeah okay well they went this direction i'm like okay fine i guess that'll work um and then we're following the the mage and i want to know more about her backstory like like how she gets so strong? Like where she come from? Like what's like you said the relationship between her and the um, her other two people that she have around? I'm like that's gonna be cool. And then she meets this one guy and like he's weaker than them and he's like thinks he's protecting them and they're like oh that's kind of cute. <laughs> 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 and then um then she kind of like becomes his subordinate, but then kind of like now I'm gonna drag you around and do what I want anyway. <laughs> Kind of thing. Well, I think it's because she was going to be promised to another count. Ah, uh, so she and found a she, loophole, I guess. She found a loophole, basically. Mm-hmm. But she she made sure it was somebody who, and not so much that she could do that with, where she could push around, but mm. someone whose ideals would not conflict with her own. Okay. So I see where that went. Okay. That okay. That that makes sense. Um, but yeah, she it's like a good situation, basically. Yeah, so did they reveal that after episode one? Because where I left off, she was like, I'm going to make you the great or something like that. And then the episode ended. Well, but I mean, I, I think that was kind of like the insinuation when she was asking him all the questions about why he wanted to be a count or gain more power. And when uh, she okay. found out how, why his reasons for that, like it goes a little bit more deeper into that, like in the following episodes. Uh-huh. But at least in that beginning part, that's where that clicked with her. And she's like, okay, you're not horrible. You're not a, mm-hmm. a mean person. Yeah. So if I become subservient to, or you're subservient, quote unquote, um, it's not going to make any conflicts of interest with me personally. Okay. So since I have to do something like this, I might as well do something with someone that I have a little bit better chance of actually liking, basically. Okay. So, um, so yeah, it's like every time I think it's going to go one way, it goes a different way. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel... Like, I I don't think I'm going to continue this one. Now that I know, like, it's, I don't know. It's like, like hearing your opinion, I'm kind of confirming where I'm like, I, I, I'm not sure. If, uh, I ha- if I had to tell you to choose between this one and Death March, Death March. as a fantasy anyway to yeah. watch, I would say Death March. Okay. Uh, if yeah. you got to watch one of them and you can only watch one of them, Death March would be the one. Because okay. uh, even though there are interesting characters in this one, there are interesting characters in Death March as well, and I think that storyline-wise, the pacing and overall story 
seem to make a little bit more sense to me in Death March than it does in Grand Crest. Okay. So I'm still going to watch Grand Crest. Yeah. Because I'm, at this point, kind of hooked on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does remind me... I, there's so many other animes it reminds me of, and I, I hate to think that they pretty much took, like, a bunch of different ideas and are trying to compress them all into this, and that's why it just feels so rushed. Mm-hmm. But... It, it honestly, like, the pacing just seems all over the place with this one. Okay. All over the place. And that's, to me, the two things that kill animes to me are either annoying characters mm-hmm. that I just cannot stand to watch yeah. or pacing that just does not, it, it, it doesn't keep up and it, it, it leaves you just sitting there just scratching your head being like, wait, why are, why are we all the way here now? What happened to all this? Where did yeah. you cut this out? Why does this? Why is this now a footnote when you were saying before this was something important? And yeah. now we're just assuming that it just happened, and we're here now. And it's like, yeah. no, that doesn't make sense. So Okay. <laughs> All right. The next show that we're going to be talking about is Hakata Tonkatsu Ramens. Oh, this one. Y- you know, <laughs> I-, I tried to think about it. I honestly did. I tried to think um, what... Um, I tried to think if there was an anime since we've started this that I have just said no about. Like, mm-hmm. immediately, I'm just like, no. And there's been very few, honestly. Mm-hmm. There really has. Like, I, and honestly, I usually, if I start something, I usually finish it. Uh-huh. Um, this is just one of those, I just don't think I can do it. <laughs> honestly. I mean, there's probably, in the entire time, and we've done how, how many episodes? 20? 34 episodes. 34 episodes of this. So that's at least what, because we do three episodes, we're talking about, like, 10 seasons or 11 seasons, basically, mm-hmm. of, of shows. That's a lot of shows. Um, I've maybe had, like, four or five that I've had in that entire time that I can think of that I've just said no after watching, like, the first episode. This is going to be one of them. Uh, this is this is going to be one of them. I don't know what it is about this one. I really don't. I think it's just, it's oversaturated, it seems like. They're, they're just like, uh, what, what is it you think? Okay, so I feel like it's trying to be like do rah rah rah, where all the characters are all intertwined, but it didn't build anything up yet. It just kind of threw us into the nets. Um, like so, it's like <laughs> so. There's uh, the the <laughs> the girl in the bottom right corner. Uh, it's a dude that's cross dressing. That was a great reveal because from watching the trailer, I was like, oh, okay, so there's a girl, and there's a there's a bunch of guys. And then he's like, no, I'm a guy. I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Surprise! Um, <laughs> yeah, and it was, um, there's one scene with him that was really cool where uh, a guy tried to pickpocket pocket him. And he's like, hey, you trying to pickpocket me? He's like, oh, shit, you're a guy. And she's like, bam. I'm like, that was funny. Um, other parts of the show, where it's like, especially for, like, for him, like he's, so far, he's my favorite character. Um, because he, like, I guess he has the most personality and he's like interacting with the most characters from what I've seen in the first episode. Um, it's like, he needs money, but then his job is to get money from people who aren't paying people who they owe. So it's kind of like this weird, like, um, what are they, uh, what's like when you tell, like, you should do this, but you're not doing that. It's like, um, there's a term for it where you like give people advice, but you're not following your own advice. Okay. I yeah. Follow you. Just go ahead. Yeah. So he, <laughs> yeah. So it's like he's doing that, and it's kind of, it's kind of, it's interesting to see a character who's like doing that. 
because um, it's like you can see the you can see like the ladder is like this person down here owes this one person this person who they owe money to also owes owes this other person and then this person actually owes money to somebody else and they come out so it's like this weird like never-ending ladder and you're just seeing one person towards the bottom and you're like it's 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 like it seems kind of hopeless but it's like let's see how far you can get um and then it's like the hitmen that kill other hitmen that's also like this weird ladder that can get like crisscrossed and like tied up in each other um and i feel like two of the main characters like they met each other because they're supposed to kill each other but then they're like no nah, let's be friends and i'm like it's confusing it's very hard to follow yeah. um i wish i wish they had like half a season to like flesh out these characters because right now they're trying to flesh it out as they're like making the story more complicated and i am getting lost yeah and that's saying something because that's not we're not uh, we're i mean we're veterans to anime we've seen some very confusing and convoluted anime in our time and this just is like even worse than a lot of them out there it's it's incredible it's crazy um again i feel like this is another one that has a lot of potential but yeah it's just there's it's i don't even know where to begin with this storyline it's so <laughs> it has no beginning <laughs> no i don't know where it's starting i don't know where it's going like if you ask me about like death march i could be like all right i know where you're going on that Mm-hmm. I can see where this is going. I know how you're going to end this. Probably. You might throw a twist in there, granted, but I, at least I can see where this is going. Or Grand Crest. I'm like, well, obviously the dude is going to become really powerful, going to get, like, become the victory and become the almighty king or whatever, and he's going to bring peace to everyone. And that's kind of what the mage, I think, is trying to go after. Like, I see that. that that's an end goal. This, I have no idea what the end goal is i have no idea what they're going for i'm just i'm totally lost um one thing with the the hitman that kills hitman um they've mentioned that character like three times in the first episode and like with movies once you mention something a bunch of times that means it's about to show up so if it doesn't show up in like the next episode or so then they're kind of just teasing you yeah and like um one thing about um the guy in the top left the guy that reminds me of spike from uh cowboy bebop um i don't really know where he stands it feels like he was friends with like a detective or something but i guess that's just another um another um hitman and like they're going there i think their target was the mayor or something like that and then the mayor had hired some hitmen to be alongside of him but then there's so many hitmen going on yeah and they're like they keep saying, "Oh, this is this city is a city of like where three percent of the population is all hitmen," and I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm that like, is that is my question right there. I would look at that and be just be like, "Why? Why are three percent of the population hitmen? Is there a yeah. reason for it?" And I'm like. I feel like everybody, like every character we're introduced to is a hitman. So I'm like, show us some regular people. Like, don't yeah. they know some regular people? Like, every person we've met so far has been a hitman. Yeah, and they're like always on a job or always like, like. Well, the only people that you meet that aren't hitmen are the people they're killing. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and, and sometimes that's not even the case. Yeah. 
Yeah, sometimes they're like, they just happen to be killing another hitman. It's it's weird. Um, one thing that is cool, like there are some cool things about it. Like the one that one guy character that cross dresses, I like him. Um, the guy that was um, Spike Spiegel. He, um, I like when they were trying to find out if the secretary was a um, a hitman, and like he went to go get that balloon and like pop it. And to see how she reacted, and she acted like I'm gonna kill somebody. So, <laughs> yeah. so he's so he's like, yeah, she's a hitman too. And I'm like, ah, oh, everybody's a hitman then. So, it's, <laughs> so it's really cool how um, there's like certain there's certain aspects of this sto this story that's cool. Um, there's like the hacker guy who can like hack into everything. He's cool, but the overall story is just a mess. Yeah, like like I I don't even think they have a. a I don't even have a story. We're just like, we're going to throw a whole bunch of hitmen into a city. Like, yeah. a whole bunch. And yeah. let's just see what happens. And, like, with a lot of um, different shows, what they'll do is, like, the first episode, they'll just cram it full of, like, all spectacle. They're like, here's all the characters. Here's all the crazy stuff. Look how complicated the story could be. And the next episode is just, hey, let's follow one character. And, like, yeah. how he, like, goes through the whole thing. So, if they're doing it like that, then I'm like, I guess it's okay, but I don't think they are. So just by how the first episode left off, they're like, oh, we're going to team up and, like, double-cross some more hitmen. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> good, good luck with all that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this show's confusing. <laughs> all right. The next show we're going to be talking about is... Karakai Jozu no Takagi-san. It does not have an English name. <laughs> um, basically, I call this show Girl Teases Boy and They Like Each Other. Uh, you just sum up the whole story right there? <laughs> basically. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Next one. Good to go. Um, <laughs> this, on this, at least from that picture, looks really weird. It is... They have, like... Light bulb heads. I know. I'm like, why are the heads circles? I feel like uh, they took a basketball and put it on somebody's neck and then just <laughs> painted it like tan color and gave them a wig. I'm like, there you go. That's, okay. that's, that's your life now. Have fun. So, um, this anime is really, really cute. Um, it's one of those ones where. It's like the high school romance where the two characters they do like each other, but they don't. It's like, does she like me? Or does he? Does she, he like her? And it's one of the things where they're interacting. They're best friends and they like each other, but it's like that whole step of like making it official is not re not really on the table. They think about it, but they're not actually like thinking about like acknowledging stuff. It's one of the things where um, I don't think. They're gonna like at the at the pace that it's going. I don't think they'll ever like try to become a couple, couple. because because then it'll turn into a romance. Um, right now it's basically so they're just really really good friends. Yes, they are the best of friends, and she loves teasing him. Like she's crying laughing multiple times a day because she's always outsmarting him. He is always getting flustered. He is always plotting to get her back, and it always fails. It's so funny to watch. Um, at some points, the like his plan is boring, and you kind of get like, okay, how is she gonna outsmart him this time? 
and you're like, I think, I think she's gonna do this, and then you have to just wait for it to happen. Other times, she gets to jump on you, and she gets to jump on him, and you're like, nice, that was good, because I didn't think about it yet, and it happened before I could figure it out. So, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite ones is, um, he's basically trying to build a jack-in-the-box out of paper, so he, he builds this little um, box thing and uh, with a lid that opens. And then he's sitting here folding these two little strips of paper like over each other to kind of make a spring. Yeah. And um, he has his book up. So he's like, you can't see me. And she's like, hey, what you doing? And he's like, nothing. And he's like sitting here like, hey, I'm going to get her so good. <laughs> and then... He's like almost done building it. It's taken him like 30 minutes to build this thing. And then she's over here like she has her pencil box and she's like ah, trying to open it. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. I, I kind of dropped my pencil box and it dented and I can't get it open. And he's like, oh, let me see it. And then he opens it and she built the jack in the box inside of it. And it was like, <laughs> and he's like, ah, and then the teacher's like, hey, shut up. Like, or not that mean but he's like yelling at him the entire day because she's always like making him go ah! in the middle of class and that was like the best one like she immediately like you didn't see her like planning it or anything she was just like got the drop on him right off the bat and i was like good job there are <laughs> other ones that are like it's kind of a slow build up and you already know that um like they're yeah like let's say um if there's there's these um you know how they always like there's these like romantic myths where it's like oh if you go into the building and with with your the person that you like and like spend the whole night you'll have a great relationship kind of thing well there's this one thing where it's like if you write the name of the person that you have a crush on on your um eraser and use up the whole eraser did you have a good relationship so she was like, I left my eraser at home. Can I borrow yours? And then she takes it and then she tells him that myth. And then she's like, he's like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then she's like, looks at the eraser and looks at him. And she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> and like slowly starts pulling it out. And she's like, uh-huh. And he's like, oh, did I write somebody's name on that? He's like, oh no. She's gonna, oh my God, if I wrote somebody's name, it's gonna be her name. She's gonna find out. Let me, let me get it. And like, she pulls it out and there's nothing on there, of course. But he's all like, no, give me. <laughs> then the teacher gets pissed at him again. <laughs> so then um, he gives up. <laughs> oh no, she, he snatches it from her and then like, ah, and all that kind of stuff and makes a bunch of noise. So then she's like laughing at him like crazy. And then she like has her hand on the desk. And then she sits up and she has her eraser. Like she has her eraser. He's like, you had your eraser the whole time. She's like, yeah, it was just really funny to make fun of you. And then, uh, <laughs> so then she's like, oh, teacher, I gotta go to the bathroom. So then she leaves. <laughs> then he's like, I wonder if she has somebody's name written on hers. So then he like waits for her to like get, get, <laughs> get out of the hallway and like snatches it. And then he slowly starts pulling it up. <laughs> and like, he sees something that, oh, um, whatever symbol he sees, like the first, um, the first letter. And it's not him, like his first name or last name. So he's like, oh, it's not me. Crap. And he's kind of getting all depressed. And then um, he, he's like, well, let me at least find out who it is. And he pulls it out and it says, look in the hallway. 
And then he looks over, and she's, like, watching him the whole time. Because she knew he was going to try to read it. And he's like, ah, oh, like, super embarrassed. And then she gets back and she's laughing at him again. And then um, she gets her eraser back. And then, um, what was it? Uh, he's like, why do you keep teasing me? He's like, I don't know. She's like, I don't know. But it's like, you had a 50% chance of seeing what I wrote. And you didn't. And then kind of pulls the uh, eraser back out of the thing. On the other side of the eraser was actually somebody's name. And I wasn't sure if it was his name or not because I don't know his name. It's, I, I barely know names of characters. So I was like, ah, was that his name? That would have been funny. But she like, she's like, and then goes on to the next thing. And I'm like, ah, so the show is really funny. It's really cute. Um, I'm gonna definitely like continue this show. Um, it makes me laugh, so. Fair enough. Yeah. The next show we're gonna be talking about is a completely different Switch. It is called Killing Bites. It is on Prime. Amazon. Yes, oh, okay. Amazon Prime. Um, so basically, this show is a fight to the death with half human, half animal um, creatures, people, whatever they are, beings. Talk about this in the upcoming enemies. We mentioned we mentioned that there was a, a really like a really really etchy show, and I thought it was this one, but it's not. You, you okay. had mentioned the other one. Yeah, no, there was that. That was completely different. Yeah, I yeah. remember that one. Yeah, so this That's one's. Why a... I was gonna go in killing bites. I'm like, for this. <laughs> so, um, I went into this show pretty much expecting boobs, butts, and blood, but huh? um, not as much boobs and butts as I thought. So I'm like, hey, how about actually get into this show? It's actually like a fight to the death, like a fight of the week kind of show. Um. The characters that you started following at the beginning, I absolutely hated them. They kidnapped this high school girl thinking it was a, um, like she was just off by herself, um, with no, like just a girl out at night off by herself. And, um, she ends up being one of the Killing Bites people. Um, she like halfway transforms and like slaughters all of them. <laughs> um, during that whole encounter, um, you meet one of the main guys and he's like a guy who just has terrible friends and someone who's kind of just weak and not like strong willed. So he like basically a bunch of crappy dudes peer pressure this guy into driving his dad's van or something off, um, like off in like out in the woods or something like that. Um, they abduct this girl, they all get slaughtered and then he ends up being caught in this like battle between monsters that's being bet on by these really really high high profile like yeah basically um overall thinking about like just the overall way i think this story is gonna go um it's kind of interesting it's basically it's it's the style of show that's like fate it's the style of show that's like um ah uh, what's that is it it's like it's basically regular person and super being fighting against other regular people and super being and um i don't think it's going to turn into a harem like some of the other shows like this uh, are i don't think it's going to be as interesting or as cool as faint but i think it's going to be interesting enough um so it's not a bad show but it's not a great show either yeah like the fighting could be better um the stories it's it's, just, it's like just just stuff to get to the next fight <laughs> so i'm like yeah it's it's okay um i like the character designs 
so I'm kind of like interested to see because I think this girl's like some kind of like I want to say she's like a badger or something like some kind some the name of a creature that I have never heard for heard of it's like a specific like type of creature and I'm like it's a is it a badger I don't know that's the closest thing I can think of. It has a name and they said it a bunch of times, but I'm like, I've never heard of that animal before. It looks like a badger. So I'm gonna just call it a badger. <laughs> um, there was a lion guy that she fought and um, she beat him. There's like um, a bunny girl, which I'm like, <laughs> how does she kick really hard? Like, I don't get it. Um, there's a leopard girl. So I'm like, okay, feline claws, that's cool. Um, and there's a few other ones that I'm like, I'm I'm interested to see how they fight. Once I find out how they fight, then I just got to wait for the episode to end because the fights are somewhat repetitive. Like the lion dude, he has this like, like a million punch barrage. So he's like, one thing that was cool is like, they don't, they, um, it's not a hundred percent predictable. Like they, they, they got the, like, they went against my expectations a few times. So like she's talking and she's like, oh, I am. She's like doing her monologue. And he's like, bah! just like cuts her monologue off and just like just beating her into the ground. And I'm like, that was funny. Cut off the, <laughs> I was like, you cut off the monologue. Good job. And then they start fighting and it kind of goes back and forth. And then he's like, again, I'm like, okay, it's the same move. That's, that's fine. And then they fight a different way and then it again and then she like bites off two of his fingers and he's like ah and I'm like you should probably not use that same move over and over again and he's like and I'm like so I'm like it's the fights are interesting at first but then they show all of their cards like right off the bat or at least this first fight did and um meanwhile the guy who got wrapped up in all of this he's like trying to escape but because the, their fight is so, like, wild, he's like, oh, let me climb up this thing. And they're all like, brruh, brruh. like, okay, let me go over here. Goes over there, and they're all like, brruh. and he's like, you know what? I'm going to just sit here until it's over. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, it's, there are interesting parts. I like the character designs. The story is kind of just getting you from one fight to another. And the fights, the first fight was kind of repetitive. So I'm like, it's an okay show. I'm very curious to see what the other um, characters are going to be like because the character designs are so cool. Um, and then it does that it does that weird thing that like at first I was classifying these shows as like kid shows where they have that like narrator like it's like oh she's I'm gonna just call her the badger she's the badger and they're like they like pull completely away from the show and be like, a badger is this type of character. They're usually strong against this, and some of them fight lions. And then they cut back to the fight where this type of badger is fighting a lion. And I'm like, that was some interesting information. <laughs> the more How come? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, couldn't you have like like gave me some backstory and they're like like she was like she was in an accident like the main girl that's the badger half badger she was like in some kind of tragic accident and she's about to die so they're like we can splice her with some kind of animal so she could be your fighter and he's like okay well, what do we have and he's like well the badger it could do like this or it didn't like 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 work it into the story somehow don't like cut away and narrate it because then i'm like that completely pulled me out of the show 
So I know they're gonna do that in the next one. They're like, the rabbit, it can kick really. I'm like, come on. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this show is 100% okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm keep watching it just to see what the other fights are like. But um, it's definitely not on my hype list. Fair enough. All right. The next show we're gonna be talking about is, is, <laughs> uh, um, Love is like after the rain or koi wa amiyagari no yoni. So, this is also on anim- uh, you know what? Am- Am- yeah, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime can have this one. I'm okay with that. <laughs> so, this is a slice of life. Oh yeah. I remember I remember you talking about this one. And I, I now see what you were talking about because you're like in the trailer is like a girl looking sad on a blo- on a bus, a girl looking sad in a class, a girl looking sad in a restaurant. And I'm like, I'm watching it. And I'm like, yeah, she does look sad. <laughs> <laughs> and so there she is on a bus. And there she is in a restaurant. <laughs> so um, that's how the whole story goes. <laughs> She just looks sad. <laughs> so <Congrats>. I, <laughs> so I definitely see um, where you got that from. I have a little bit of backstory because I watched it. Um, so basically, she used to be a track star. She used to be like team captain, and because of I think in the um, the synopsis went over this, but it says because of an accident, she was she had to give up um, track. So now she's kind of like I guess finding her purpose in life now. So she's kind of like, it seems like she's kind of just wandering from one thing to another. Um, her day, her daily life, it consists of going to class and kind of being sad because she can't join. Um, she Back. can't join it on the track and everything. And like all of her teammates are like, man, we wish she could, um, you could join us. Or they're like, oh, we won this last competition and all that kind of stuff. And she like gives feedback. Like she's like gives advice from the other teams and stuff like that. Cause then you can tell that she was like one of the top athletes. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, that's really cool um yeah um then she goes to work at a family restaurant um i'm trying to figure out like like it's it's kind of like a like a denny's like would you consider denny's like a family restaurant like i would assume like i me i'm like because i don't eat out all the time like all restaurants are family restaurants to me unless it's like hooters probably what the best i could say would be like wignadia from working yeah yeah exactly it's a store just like wagnaria but i guess it's a japanese term where they're like oh let's go to a family restaurant and like i guess there's like like there's family restaurants there's regular restaurants and there's like no not family restaurants um yeah yeah yeah. so she works at a family restaurant um and she's in love with her boss now one thing that i was kind of weary about was the age gap because they said the boss is 45 and he has a son and she is a high schooler. If you calculate that, he's anywhere from two and a half to three times her age. So numerically speaking, I'm like, absolutely not. If she was my daughter, I'm like, absolutely not. For some reason, the way this show goes about it, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Um, the style of this show is, is very unique. Like the characters are like, it's very expressive. It reminds me of something kind of like, um, like the, like Studio Ghibli type of stuff. Like you see the character's face and you can see their personality just by looking at their face. 
and you're like, oh, okay, they're kind of mischievous. Or like, oh, okay, he's like very, very energetic because his hair kind of like shoots back. Like, like he's, <laughs> it's just energy. And you're like, oh, okay, he's the hyper guy. Like it's, I really, really, really like the character designs in this show because of like how expressive they, they describe like the character and the ways they look. Um, the boss of the show is a very silly, very punny, very clumsy, old, like, just old, like, just, you look at him and you see, you just see the word dad jokes. You're like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, until one scene, I was like, this dude is a goof. Like, I don't, I don't get it. And there's this one scene where somebody, like, he, like, two girls are talking and, like, She's like, what do you think about the boss? And like, he was like, <laughs> as he was walking around the corner, like, what do you think about the boss? And he's like, kind of just backs up <laughs> behind the corner. And he's like, oh crap, what do I do? Because this door goes outside the restaurant and then this way is into their conversation. So he's like, um, do I walk around <laughs> the restaurant coming through the front door and be all weird? Or do I just kind of like hide out here until uh, the conversation's over? And like, they start talking about him and saying like, um, I think, uh, he's like in his head, so he's not hearing anything. And, and then she said that, um, he kind of smells. And then he heard that part and was like, Oh God, excuse me. I'm not, I was just taking out the trash and kind of like, just like goes through the conversation, like tries to get out of there. So he kind of takes that to heart. He's like, okay. And he goes and changes his shirt. <laughs> and, um, then as he's like go getting ready to go back into work, he like um, remembers some of the awkward situations because he's like he's trying to be the cool guy and like like one be the boss but also be the cool guy and then also be funny and it's like he's like taking mental notes. So there was one um, one situation where like he told a bad joke and like it just went it just bombed and he's like okay, no more sock jokes and then. As he's like changing his shirt because somebody said that he's kind of smelly and then he goes back in and it's like it's cool to see like him kind of like collecting his thoughts and like trying to like I guess make everybody happy but then he ends up just coming off awkward. Um, he's always apologizing to uh, customers and stuff like that and some of I feel like none of the stuff that he's apologizing for is his fault. It's because like one one dude was like all my food's burnt <laughs> and, and um he goes back to the kitchen and he's like hey could you make this again and you look at it it's like freaking charcoal and i'm like what the hell is the cook doing like he apparently he just doesn't care about his job and yeah, no yeah and i'm like me like trying to figure out like i'm trying to figure out these characters like why why do they keep this one guy here and he's like burning food and then because of the way I see the boss interacting with everybody, I think he's like, he's like, okay, so I, you kind of messed this up, but next time let's like, let's like make it good. We could do that. Right. And he's like trying to, trying to please the guy who's burning all the food so he could stay there or so the guy can like him. But then he has to like apologize to the customer. And I'm like, it's, it's so weird. Like the more I think about it, like why everybody's like so weird. And like, there's this older lady and she's like kind of, Quit being a pushover. Like, she's, like, one, scolding him, but then two, also kind of, like, talking behind his back to, like, the other people. Like, look at this silly. He's, he's apologizing again. And it's a really cool dynamic between, like, all of the, um, like, the staff members at the restaurant. And then you meet, um, like, the girl. She comes into the restaurant, and um, 
she works there and everything and she like just she like just does her job like normal and everything and she's kind of like just, just stern and like just does her job and she's not like oh yeah that like just happy like kind of um customer that you see like stereotypically in anime um yeah. but then every time she encounters the um the boss she kind of like stares at him like intently and he's like is there something on my face and then she's like just staring at him and he's like Oh my God. <laughs> exactly and um if anything weird happens then like her stare changes which is like really funny there's this one part where um she finds out that he has a kid i guess because the situation that he had with his kid didn't work so he had to keep his bring his kid to work so his kid was in the break room and um somebody like mentioned like oh his kid's here and then she just the girl she's uh, automatically assumed that he's married so then she now she's mad and she's like crap the person who I like is the Mary. So now when he looks at it, like when he comes across her, she's just like angry staring at him. And he's like, I'm sorry, what did I do? And she just <laughs> stares at him and he's like, okay, I'm going to go. And then she finds out that um, the mother is no longer in the picture. I can't remember if the mother had passed away or 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 they just got divorced or whatever. But she, she finds out that, oh, he's not married. So then her gaze kind of lightens a little bit and it's kind of like a puppy dog stare. So like he comes across her again, she's like, eh. and he's like, <laughs> I see you're in a better mood now. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still gonna go. <laughs> so it's um, it's really really cool. Um, like their interaction. Um, there's one point where she goes on break and like the kids there and. He finished doing his math homework or whatever homework he's doing. But then he's like, now it's time for music homework. And he pulls out a recorder and he's just like, wah, 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 in the restaurant. And I'm like, has his dad not told him that he needs to be quiet? I'm like, from what I've seen about how the way he interacts with all of his um, uh, employees, I'm pretty sure he lets his son do whatever he wants. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> So then, uh, then he like turns into dad mode and he like busts into the break room. And he's like, ah! he's like, hey, I told you not to make that music. And he's like, where? I'm in the restaurant, whatever. And then, um, then he like leaves. And then the kid's like, <laughs> and right before he blows up the recorder again, the girl stops him, and like, it, um, she's like, no, 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 you need to be quiet. And then it cuts away to the restaurant. And then when you cut back, like he comes back, he's like, it's really quiet. Now I'm kind of worried. So then he goes to check back on his son and the girl has taken them outside to the back of the restaurant where they throw the trash and she's like show, teaching him how to actually play a recorder properly and she's like just playing a song and then she hands it to him and then he's like oh okay he's playing it properly and um he had just op like he had just come out the back door and like checked on him and he's like I've never seen her smile he's like cool and then he notices that um that she's teaching him and he's like and then he like closed the door and like sneaks off. So I really, really like the show. <laughs> uh, the characters are really unique. Um, and it's, it's one of the things where it's like you like everything has a reason from like the stuff that I'm seeing. Or, or at least I'm figuring out a reason that's probably close to accurate. So, um, yeah, I really, really, really like the show. I still don't approve of the relationship stuff. It's mostly one sided. Um so i'm okay with it for now 
but if it does change, it needs to be a really, really, really good reason. Cause like I'm open to it because of how like cute, full, cute and playful the show is. But I'm still kind of like, eh, it's a little Gotta stretch. Gotta give you a purpose for it. Yeah, it's a stretch. It's a really, really big stretch. So, um, yeah. Oh, and the show is gorgeous. Like the trailer, the, I feel like the trailer, like put its best, uh, best foot forward. Like in every every cut, they're like, we had our best animator work on every cut of this trailer. But then when you watch it, not only is it, not only does it look very nice. It moves very nice. It's not as spectacularly gorgeous as the trailer was, but it is it's still really, really nice. I'm pretty, I think this show is made by Madhouse. So I think there's a couple of shows that are made by Madhouse and I, I want to say this is one of them, but I'm not, I'm not hundred percent, but it's, if it's not made by Madhouse, then I'm like, it, it fooled me. But uh, yeah, I, I really like this show. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. The next show we're going to be talking about is Kokoku. <laughs> Moment by moment. This is one I wanted to see. Yep. And it's on Amazon. Yep. So Amazon. I did not know. <laughs> so yeah, this is um another Amazon Prime show. Um, basically everything that happened in the synopsis happened in this first episode. Uh, <laughs> so after that, I have no idea what's gonna happen next, and I am very excited to see because this show is great. Um, the character, like the character designs are very, very similar to Mezzo Forte. I'm not sure if the same people are working on this, but, um, I, they are really, really, that, like they are who some, somebody who worked on Mezzo Forte, it's definitely working on this or it's a really, really good homage. I am not sure. Um, the show is violent. <laughs> uh, yeah. it is, um, not predictable for me. Um, oh, sh just looking at the trailer, I was like, yeah. I have no idea why any of this is happening. Yeah. It's completely crazy. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's like, I, I've, I've talked to like, uh, um, another person about the details of this cause I wanted to talk about it. Um, and since you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil that first episode even though most of it's explained there's like little little things here and there that are like really really cool about it um but basically i'll just go over the parts that we had talked about in the upcoming episode and it's basically um let's see so, <laughs> i'm trying to think i'm trying to think where that line is um so basically um the main character that's in the um in the picture Let's just say what I remember from what we talked about before, yeah, and the upcoming was the son and the father gets kidnapped or something. Yes. yes. And they only have a very limited amount of time in order to get money to the kidnappers. Yes. But the grandfather, some reason or other, has some sort of magical ability to where he can freeze time essentially. Yes. And they kind of work outside of time. Yes. And in the trailer, it looked like they went to the place where they were being held, and there was some sort of monster there as well. Yes. So I have no idea why the monster is there or what it pertains to, but... Yes. Okay. So um, the main girl, which is in the picture, um, the, the father and the son are basically her brother and her nephew. Um, 
she's the responsible one in the family. Um, everybody else is kind of just getting by, and she wants to live in the city. She's gone to tons and tons of interviews, and she like she went to like nineteen interviews and got turned down by every single one. And then she ended up going back home just like dejected. <sighs> yes, dejected. And on her way home, someone asked her to pick up her nephew from the um, from daycare or from elementary school. And she agrees. And then when she gets home, she tells the father to, like, get off your butt, go playing games, go get him. On their way home, they get, um, they get abducted in, like, the crate, like, they get abducted very abruptly. <laughs> it was a really, really cool scene. Um, and they, as soon as they get to the place, they immediately call the family and demand a lot of absurd money. Amount. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, abs- absurd amount of money in 30 minutes. And they're like, the grandfather, I'm speak like all of the <laughs> the ages, I'm speaking from the son, because he's the, the latest generation. Uh, the grandfather, which is the main character's dad, um, has the money, and he plans on going there. Um, somebody else has the car, so they can't make it there. Um, she grabs a knife, wraps it up in cloth, puts it in her pocket, and she's about to just storm over there. She's like, I'm, I'm going to be late, but... I'm going to get there and somebody's going to pay. The the great-grandfather, like, stops both of them and and tells them to come uh, into this one room, his room, I guess. Um, He pulls out this yellow stone, which you've seen in the uh, the trailer, and um, tells everybody to put their hand on it. Um, He uses the knife from the girl, cuts his hand, drops some blood into um, into the stone. It hits a certain part and enacts this ritual. Um, that ritual freezes time. Now they have all the time in the world. They go, they walk over. Oh, <laughs> as they're going, basically this studio is like flexing their 3D muscle, and they're like, "Look at this butterfly!" <laughs> and then, and they're like, "Look at this bike!" <laughs> and they look at this beach. And <laughs> doing like these 360s around the thing. And I'm like, "Okay, you could have just stopped at the second one." <laughs> so um they get there they try to um oh what was it the girl gets pissed because she like sees who's actually um um abducting them and she starts she grabs the knife and starts heading towards the guy there's something in that room and as she gets closer to the guy and the matter she gets it starts to materialize and then the grandfather the great-grandfather sees it calms her down and it kind of dissipates they grab the kid and son go downstairs and people walk into the building the entire time's supposed to be frozen yes these people have dead eyes just the beadiest little eyes and they are super serious and you're like something's definitely gonna happen and it does and then the monster shows back up and then the episode's over and i'm like what <laughs> so Everybody watch this. This show is awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, I already <laughs> knew I wanted to. Now I definitely want to. And now so. that I know it's on Prime, I'll definitely have the opportunity to do so. Yep. I just it's feel gonna, sorry for the people who don't have Prime. It's going to be hard to find. Basically, search for the name of the show. <laughs> gotcha. Um, and then once you search for... If you search for Beatless, the results will show all of the shows. If you search for, like, Kokoku, it'll show Kokoku, and then it'll show, like, one of the other shows. It Their search system is is weird. Once you no, find no. out... Say what you were going to say. <laughs> I, I could tell what you were going to say. Say what you were going to say. What's their search engine? It's Not garbage. Weird. There it's gar- you go. 
There you go. <laughs> For those who don't know <laughs> how it works, including myself, um, if you search for anime, it, it doesn't show up. If you search for new releases, it doesn't show up. If you search for like Martian Mansion, it'll show like basically they added five in a in in a certain order, like shows one, two, three, four, and five. If you search for show three, it'll show you three, four, and five, but not one and two. If you search for show two, it'll show you two through five, but not one. If you search for one, then the next results are that show. I'm like, why do why do those shows show up if they're not named what I'm searching for? <laughs> yeah. So thank you, thanks Amazon. <laughs> so at least when they had all the anime in one box, they could be like recently added, and it's like these are all the shows. But because there's no there is an anime section. I don't know why it's not tagged anime. It's so weird. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, yes, Kokoku, moment by moment. It's a great show. Check it out. All right. The next show we're going to be talking about is The Ancient Magus's Bride or Mahotsukai no Yome. I mean, it's... Uh, at this point, we're, we're st pretty much still continuing from, from where we left off. Um... Oh. Things are still slowly degrading with the, the main character. You get to know a little, and I do mean a little bit more, about the main character, or the uh, the Magus. Mm -hmm. um, but for the most part, I mean, we're still just following along with Chisei and trying to learn how she's not going to die from the fact that she is what she is. Yeah. Basically. So, um, and from there, I mean, we're still meeting characters seeing things um at this point uh, i believe she's now even gone into the fairy world okay uh because there was an incident where she overused herself mm -hmm. and uh it was quite critical okay. of her uh health <laughs> so the only place that she could go to was the fairy world because time reacts differently there and she can heal appropriately okay um, and they did have a uh, healer there who was actually somewhat human, so understood the human physiology, but also understood her situation. So it was probably the best person to be able to try to get her back up to where she needed to be at. Okay. Um, so that happened. Uh, basically, I kind of feel like the, the story and the way it goes almost feels like, to me, uh, kind of like the way Natsume did. Okay. Because it's very much a slice of life, but we have, you know, these little incidents that occur along the way and they just kind of all coalesce in, in between each other. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just a matter of just all these characters that she can kind of comes across all these magical entities and beings. Um, and I, I guess, and somewhere along the way, we're just kind of seeing he, the Magus is trying to understand humanity because he obviously is not, he's trying to understand humanity and she says basically becoming the teacher to him of humanity. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have caught up to at this point where the little three episode excerpt before the yeah. whole season started has now happened. Okay. And I think in one of the episodes, it did kind of do a flashback of that and just go, OK, this happened. Now, you know. Okay. You know so now, you know, like, all right, this is where that happened. Now we're all cut up. Now we can continue. Um, but yeah, no, the the story itself, I'm, you know. 
always captivated and interested to see what happens next. Seeing the interesting creatures, there's always something interesting to see, you know, from talking cats to Oberon to you actually now find out who the mate is, the one that's been at the house. Oh, cool. You actually get to find out what she is and the reason why she doesn't talk. I should have realized that when that came to that point of thinking she never says anything. Mm-hmm. There must be a reason why. And yes, there's a very good reason why. Ah. Probably would think about it if you knew. Because, I mean, you think about it. They're in what is the equivalent of England. Mm-hmm. Like old England, kind of. And the countryside. Sort of like, so that's kind of close to like Ireland in that area and whatnot. If you think about what mythology can't speak or shouldn't speak. Because it could cause issues and problems. Uh, I'm sure you think of a mytholo- mythological creature in that ooh. regards. And you're probably right. Uh, okay. what she is. But I mean, so, I mean, everything, even though there's a lot of things going on, they do explain themselves, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. You do kind of get caught up. So when she, when she say had to go to the fairy world for a while, you kind of stuck with the maid. And that's when you got to learn her backstory. Okay. Sort of. Um, and you also saw the fact that seasons were passing where she was, but where Chise and the Magus were, it was like the matter of like maybe a couple weeks. But because time reacts differently in different realms, that's mm-hmm. why that happened kind of thing. Okay. So, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's it's really interesting to watch. It's interesting to see. The characters are always great. Uh, the magic that they do is always something special. Uh, you want to know more about the Magus. I want to know what he is because he is something very specific. And he is very old, very ancient, and very powerful. Um, I mean, even uh, one of the, and from the previous season, one of the, the wizards, Maguses that he got taken to couldn't identify what he was. Yeah. The closest that we can come up with is that he is, at least in some part, Fae. At least in some part. But even the Fae don't even know who he is exactly or what mm-hmm. he is. Okay. So, and, and it was interesting because at one point Titania actually asks him, you know, why don't you stay here? Why don't you stay in this realm? When he was visiting, when he was there in their realm, he's like, why don't you stay here? Because it would benefit her, it would benefit you. I, 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 you know, I see no reason. And, you know, and, and, of course, Puck was over there getting, being aghast about the fact that he was, she was inviting uh, essentially a human and him into their realm. Mm-hmm. Um she was quite dead serious. She was quite dead serious. She wants them. And I don't think it's out of maliciousness. I think she honestly cares and wants to show that, you know, wants to, wants to help him. And uh, she, he refused. But he refused for what I figured was a very good reason. And, and to him, he's like, all of you either are aghast by me or you pity me. He's like, humans have been the only ones who have, they, they do show some fear for me, but they've also accepted me. Mm-hmm. And they're the only ones who have. And I wish to understand that more. I wish to be able to get that more. And he's like, I can't do that here. I have to be over there in order to do that. You know, so it, it's, there's a lot going on. And I think the more you, you kind of, feel for Chise and you want to, you know, because she's having that issues that she has, but also, like, you see, like, there is something developing between her and the Magus. And it's very hard to explain or to think of that in that such way because here you have what is essentially a human, you know, with great magical powers, but a human, and then you have something that is very definitely 
not human mm-hmm. and and trying to have some sort of relationship kind of in there and it's very awkward but i think that's you know you can't have a relationship like that without there being some awkwardness yeah. in between that so yeah no it's 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 very interesting i i thoroughly enjoy it uh for any of you out there who have not watched this anime highly recommend you doing so um I would love to see this anime just blow up and just, you know, even after this season, because I think this ends at the end of this season, um, I would love to see it continue and see where they can go even further with it. So, Yes, I definitely love the first season of this show. I haven't started this season yet because I kind of want to just watch the whole thing through. So I'm, I'm putting it off for a little bit. Um, yeah, this show was really, really great. And I'm glad that, um, I'm glad, like... I'm glad that it caught up to the OVA, and then I'm also glad that it's getting another core because the first core was great, and I'm definitely interested to see what's gonna happen to the next core. Oh, absolutely. So everybody, like you said, just definitely check this one out. It is on Crunchyroll. Everybody can get it. <laughs> Unlike this next show, <laughs> the next show we're gonna be talking about is Martian Madchen. <sighs> um. This is another show that is on um, Amazon Prime. Ah, yeah. This was another one that was interesting to see what would happen <laughs> with this one. I don't remember which one it was? I can't remember until I saw the picture pop up. Yes. Um, just out of question, curiosity. In comparison with Card Captor, are we about on the same level with just like magical girlness, or is this on a completely different, different stage? Okay, because I was a little confused <laughs> when they explained what was going on on this one. Because it sounded like it was gearing up to be another magical girl anime. No. Yeah, the, the synopsis definitely um, seemed like it was like that. Because it was like, this one has the power of ma- <laughs> the matchstick girl. This one has the power of Little Ride Riding Hood. And like it seemed like it was going that way. But um, the way the story is revealing itself is um, it's pretty interesting. Um, nobody In the first episode, nobody has talked about which books do what. Um... You just find out that basically this girl is somewhat special. Um, she ended up seeing, um, she ended up seeing a character who was, um, who was hiding themselves with like some kind of force field or aura or something like that. And she noticed the girl and followed her into this dark alley, which uh, of course that's the safest place on earth. (laughs) So that, um, the girl kind of like confronted her and she's like, you can see me and like, like, Quit following me, go away. And then um she ended up following her into this library. Oh, the girl. She she um she jumped on top of the building and jumped on a broom and like kind of just flew away. And the other girl oh, and then when she did that, she ended up dropping her bag of some like the the reason why she came to the human world, I guess. Um, or the this dimension. And the other girl's like, You forgot your bag. So she's like tracing her across the city. Like you're back, and um, it's like just across the city to this library, and the girl goes to the library and she's like at this one book, like opens up this portal and jumps in, and then the other girl was like, um, try like trying to find out which book do I push to open that portal, and then um, she had went to the library. Oh, she has this weird thing. Whenever she gets embarrassed, she like go grabs a book and reads, to kind of like alleviate the situation 
And my thing, like one thing that was kind of weird is like, like she, like somebody was talking to her, asking her a bunch of questions. She's like, ah, and just runs off. She runs to a bookstore, buys like five books, and then just like goes somewhere, just starts reading. She's like, okay, 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 and then calms down. <laughs> and I'm like, one, how often does this happen? <laughs> and two, are you going to like a discount bookstore? Because I'm like, you must have a lot of money. To where every awkward situation you go read, go buy like five new books. So that was kind of weird. I mean, maybe she just didn't have a book on her at that time. Maybe she yeah. keeps one on her at least. Yeah. And she didn't have one and an awkward situation came up. So she just overreacted and went, yeah. I need a book now. And goes <laughs> and runs and gets a book. Yeah. Five. Yeah. And the, cr- the crazy thing about that is when she checked her, uh, her bag, she ended up having this extra big book. So she's like, oh, that's weird. Just kept it in her bag. So when she chases after that girl and goes to the library and starts like trying to find out which book um, opens up the portal, that new book that she didn't buy starts glowing. And she's like, oh, picks up the book and the portal opens and just sucks her right in. <laughs> um, from the trailer, you would think that she lands in the pool it lands in like the bathhouse or something and splash and then somehow she loses her clothes and she's running around naked like in the trailer nope she lands flat on the ground just bam i'm like she <laughs> she's dead series over <laughs> uh, <laughs> she comes across one girl that's like hey who are you and like she ends up like running away from her because the girl's chasing her with a sword or so, or some kind of weapon I can't remember or she's just scary. <laughs> um, then she ends up coming across this lady who works at a uh, at a bathhouse and she's like I don't know where I am. Like this portal, all the book, and she's like okay, shh, shh, shh. she's like come with me. And then in the next scene, she's taking a bath, and I'm like <laughs> she was trying to go back home, I think. Like so then the girl, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, like, shh, shh, don't worry. And then all of a sudden she's in the bath. I'm like, what did that lady do to her? Mind controller? Like, <laughs> you need a bath. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so then that girl that was chasing her before catches up to her. And that's where she's running around naked with a book in front of her. And I'm like, that's where this scene comes from. Okay. Um, then she ends up running into this big open area where all the other students or people in this building are. And they're like, why does she have a book? Why does she name blah, blah, blah? And then a bunch of crazy stuff happens and the principal shows up and talks to her. And I think other stuff happened in the episode or it ends there. All I know is that this series is very silly. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know where, where the stories come in. Everybody keeps talking about, oh, you have a rare book. And I'm like, I've seen a couple other books, and I guess her is more rarer than the other people's special books. Um, I don't know where the powers go into, but the one girl that's been chasing her is kind of cool. She's kind of awkward and cool. That Jedi mind trick bath lady's cool. <laughs> um, Certain things you just don't ever see, think to, to hear together. Yeah. And Jedi power bath lady is just not... <laughs> Not one of those things you'd ever think you'd together. But so, there it is. Yeah. Um, I'm going to continue this one. This one seems interesting. I want to see where the stories tie in. Um, I don't know all of the stories that they mentioned in the synopsis, but I kind of want to see like where the ones that I do know kind of like play into the story. And um, the animation is really nice. So 
I'm definitely gonna keep this one up. on Amazon, right? Yep, Amazon Prime. <sighs> All right. The next show we're gonna be talking about is Overlord Season Two. Kind of on the fence, honestly. What? <laughs> I've only seen the first episode, so. Like I get, okay, I get where where it's go, where it's coming from. Like in the first season, we just kind of got thrown into this world, and we just kind of had to accept a lot of things and just go along with a lot of things. In this season, so far at least, I think I'm only like three episodes in. They are trying to give you a little more backstory about the world. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we want to explain some things as to why why this is happening, why that is happening, who these people are, how they, you know, because. You know who the main character is. You know this guy. You just don't know everybody else. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in this world that are moving around, you have no clue about whatsoever. Yeah. And you need to know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, cool. But when you compare it to the first season, yeah, it just seems so slow. <laughs> You're like, we were like running, you know, it's like the difference between driving a Lamborghini and driving a... Prius. <laughs> we're still getting there. It's gonna take longer, but we're still getting there. You know, I'm just like, oh, come on, guys. I wanted to... so like, and and the three episodes I've seen, it seems like their primary focus is the lizardmen. It's like two or two or three episodes of nothing but that. Because I remember in the final episode of the first season, he mentions the fact that he wants to bolster his army, and we all know. But Necromancer wants to bolster his army. It means only one thing. People's gonna die. And they're gonna get resurrected. As undead. Because that's what Necromancers do. So, I see where that comes into play. But we're taking a really long time at this one part. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious if, if there's gonna be a payoff at the end of this. Or if we're just gonna be like, well, killed them all. And now he resurrected them. Okay, end of story. You know, it's just I'm just like, unless there is a purpose behind the fact that we're taking we're taking so long. We're learning about one of the lizardmen tribe. We're learning about their ecology and how they run, and we're seeing that one of them's now getting a relationship into with another lizard person from another uh, clan and whatnot. And now they're joining all the clans together to fight against evil, which is essentially the Overlord. Um, and, and I do like the fact that now we're kind of like getting into that thought process of he's really not a bad, he's really not a nice guy. He's really not a nice guy. But come on, he's a necromancer, essentially. He raises, uh, he raises dead and he shows no remorse in killing people and things. So obviously he's not the greatest of guys. He's definitely what you would call an antihero, if that. <laughs> um, but again, yeah, it's like I wanted to see. More. I wanted to just, I, I, as much as I enjoy knowing more about the world that he is in and how this all relates, the fact that they're taking so long on this one part is just killing me. And I'm just like, come on. There are other things, there are other factors at work. Why are we focused on Lizardmen, of all things? If it was like one episode, one and done, I'd have been fine with that. But now we're literally going on like three episodes of just nothing but this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, come on. This is is starting to bore me now. I mean, it's it's not nearly as fast-paced or entertaining as the first season was. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Like I said, I'm on the fence. I'm hoping there's going to be a payoff 
at the end of this. But it's taking a while, and I don't know <laughs> if there is. So, yeah. I, I love the series. Mm. I love the series. Big D, you can totally vouch for me on this. I love the series, but the second season is just <laughs> it's killing me right now. It's killing me. So, you know, it, it's nice to see some of the, you know, characters that I know, you know, his generals, their interactions. Great to see that. And, you know, it's like seeing old friends. You're like, hey, that dude. Hey, there's that guy. You know, that was pretty much the first episode, basically, in a nutshell yeah. right there. Which is <laughs> yep. like, this is what this guy's been doing. This is what this guy's been doing. This is what this guy's been doing. You're like, oh, hey, yeah, I remember you. Oh, hey, how's it going, you know? And and after that, it just becomes all about Lizardmen. And I'm sad to say I'm kind of getting bored with it. So, anyways, that's, that's my thought on it so far. Okay. Yeah, I've only seen the first episode, so I was definitely in the whole, hey, I remember him, I remember her. Um, I... They introduced some cool new characters, though, in the first episode, I will say that, too. Yeah. Ones, ones that I'm, I, see, I think that's what really pissed me off the most, that we, we, we ventured over to these lizard men, but in the first episode, they showed some really cool and really potentially powerful people that I'm like, oh, I want to see him and the, or her and the overlord fight. That'd be yeah. freaking awesome. <laughs> and then we've just we've we've dropped that completely and we haven't yeah. gone back to it. Yeah. Like, God, damn it. <laughs> so it's like over to- overlord two, the lizard ding. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Basically. Uh, yeah. Um I get to uh, crunch roll it's like I saw the first screenshot, I think it was a lizard, and then the second one was a lizard, and the third one was a lizard, and I'm like, oh, okay. but uh yeah i one thing for me i kind of want to watch the first series again to kind of like refresh my memory but then i feel like i'm it's like like, awesome 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 Ah, lizards (laughs) (laughs) basically i mean do we know how many episodes this is supposed to be uh i want to say it's 12 but so i mean if it's 12 that means we spent the first episode doing a recap, and then the next three episodes dealing with lizard men so far. Not to say mm. we won't even do more than that afterwards. Yeah. So literally, a quarter of this, a third of this series is already done, <laughs> and all we're doing is dealing with lizard men. I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate that one bit. Not one bit. So. Ah, hopefully, next episode is no more lizards. Have they? Or do you feel like the the whole lizard saga is over? Or no. they're just like no. mid sentence. <laughs> well, like they took they took one episode to let you know what the problem was that mm. he was attacking the lizard men, mm. and that he was building up kind of an army of undead to do that. Then they spend the next two episodes, well, I guess one one and a half episodes of the lizard men on their side, and gathering up an army or gathering all the clans of lizard men together mm. to fight against him. Mm-hmm. And then the last half of the last episode was a prelude of the battle. Like, okay, now we're attacking. Let's see how this goes. And undead started dying. Lizardmen prevailed. So Lizardmen prevailed. Oh. And but I don't feel like he put forth like a really big effort. Yeah. Because he had the uh, the bug general in charge of the whole thing. Uh huh. And I feel like he kind of was making sure he would fail. Kind of, it seemed. Because uh, he, he forbid him to be able to go into battle. Uh, and so I don't quite know his reasoning uh, behind it. But at the same time, 
is the lizard men are still there. We're going to deal with more lizard men probably the next episode too. <laughs> At least one more episode, if not two. Uh... So, <laughs> not thrilled. Not thrilled. Well, uh, yeah, that's that's sad to hear. <laughs> Uh, I want them to do more with like the slain theocracy or, you know, dealing with some of the other factions that are involved in this and whatnot, you know, because the slain theocracy was the only one who was able to actually mind control or at least partially mind control the vampire general. Yeah, they they were talking about that in the first episode. Um, But after that, we've not we've not dealt with any of that. mm. We don't even we haven't even dealt with like what, what. what Ainz is doing. Yeah. Like, really, he we saw him visit the his his home base for, like, a quarter of an episode. He gave some orders, told people to go do things, and then he left. And that's it. Mm-hmm. After that, it's just been nothing but Lizardmen. So, I'm just, I'm disappointed. I'm like, there's so many other things I want to know about, and I yeah. want to see done, that don't involve Lizardmen. Ah. <laughs> so, uh... I know you were like super excited. You're like, can't wait, can't wait. And the first episode ended, you're like, oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> and after that, yeah, because they introduced so many cool characters. And I'm like, that's a cool person, you know. <laughs> that, 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 I think it was the Slain Theocracy, the, the girl and the guy who apparently yeah. were really powerful meeting. Yeah. And she's talking about how there's nobody who can stand up to her or whatever. And, and yeah. you know, she's kind of getting bored because, yeah. you know, and I'm like, oh. I want to see that fight. I want to see what happens there. Because you know there's going to be a conflict there. It's going to happen. And then they're like, well, we're glad you enjoyed that. (laughs) Now here's some lizard men. (laughs) No! 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 It's not what I wanted. Oh, man. All right. Well, (laughs) we will check back in on the lizard men in two episodes. Alright, the last show we're going to be talking about is Yuru Camp Tent. Big D, so, take it away! Yeah. Um, so yeah, when we were, I don't have the deltas on this um, <laughs> on this slide because I had to figure out a font that would show up in Photoshop. But there is Yuru Camp and then it was a triangle. And we're like, oh, that's Delta. And then I saw the intro. And no, it's a tent. So I'm like, oh! <laughs> Okay, it's a tent. That makes sense because they're camping. <laughs> I really, really like this show. It will definitely bore you to tears. <clears throat> saying that it's in like general for people or just me? You. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I kind of uh, thought so. <laughs> it is exactly <laughs> what we talked about before. There's this one girl who likes to camp and look at Mount Fuji. And she rode a bike to a campsite and set up a tent and then sat and watched Mount Fuji in red for most of the episode. There were little (laughs) points where they cut away from that (laughs) to, um, she's like, oh, I got to use the restroom. And I'm like, oh, man, she's going to have to find a bush or something. And then she walked over to the building where she rented, like, where she, like, paid admission to the camp and, like, went into the the restroom. I'm like, oh. (laughs) This is modern camping. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, like, you gotta use the restroom. You're like, oh, conflict. She's gotta find a place to go. 
building and just went in and I'm like, oh, it wasn't that far away. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, as she went there, there was like this girl like lay, laying on a bench in front of the restrooms and just knocked out. She got her boots off sitting next to her and she's just curled up in a ball and just drooling all over the bench. Just knocked out. And I'm like, okay. Then, um, she goes back to the campsite and starts setting up, uh, well, it starts getting cold. So then she's like, uh, I need to set up a campfire. So then she starts gathering wood and then they cut away and the narrator's like, she's getting pine cones because that's good for, for kindling. The way you build a proper fire is you get stuff to burn first. Basically, this is it's exactly what you were talking about with that killing, whatever. It's kind of like doing the kids show thing, huh? Yeah, I'm like, no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> but after like a couple sentences, I'm like, oh, so that's how you build a campfire. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was actually learning stuff. <laughs> so, I'm like, so I'm like, okay, that was useful. That's fine. I wasn't like absorbed in the story because I'm just watching her camping. So... It was wasn't really much to cut away from, and um, they kind they kind of fit it in okay. It wasn't like run and cut away and she's a badger because it is. Then come back and just Rawr! it was just she picked up a pine cone and they're like explain the pine cone. I'm like oh, okay that's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they explain how to make a campfire and I'm like ah oh, I love how to make a campfire now. Uh, <laughs> then. Um, after they explained it, then she set one up. So I'm like, they kind of could have just cut to the part where she was already done. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so she set that up and I'm like, oh, okay, so now he explained it and then I actually saw it, like, actually being done. So I'm like, nah, I really no. Um, <laughs> then she, something happened again and she walked back up to the building and the girl She's no longer on the bench. She's like down at the corner of the building on the ground. She's still asleep. I'm like, she's having a really good nap, I guess. So then, uh, <laughs> uh, what was it? It gets dark and um, she's like, oh crap, it's dark. So she pulls out a flashlight and, or a lantern. That's what it is. she pulls out a lantern. And as she lifts the lantern up, because it's, it's been a while. So like it went from like sunset to like nighttime. So then she walks out and she was like, I wonder where that girl is. And she looked and she's like, oh, okay, the girl left. And I'm like, okay, cool. I was kind of worried about her too. Then she lights the lantern and lifts it up. And the girl is right in her face, staring at her, crying. She freaks out. <laughs> and she's like, ah, and runs to the camp. The girl's behind her like, ah, don't leave me. <laughs> oh, God. They both end up at the camp and, um... She's kind of sitting there, like, crying and, like, oh, could you help me? And she's like, I don't... She's like, I just moved to the city, and somebody told me that you could see a nice view of the uh, of Mount Fuji. And I got here, and it was covered by clouds. So I couldn't see it. It was a stupid thing. And then I fell asleep, and now I don't know how to get back home. <laughs> so then she's like, um, well, do you have a cell phone? She's like, oh, 
Cell phone, cell phone, she's like, I don't have my cell phone. <laughs> and then she's like, what about this? And then like, so basically she's stuck. And then um, as she's like crying and like trying to ask for stuff, her stomach's just like raw. So she's like, would you like one of these? And um, she's like, oh, okay. And then she starts to cook, this, she has cups of ramen with her. So then the other, um, the camper starts cooking and she has a campfire, but then she also has this like, little like cooking contraption it's like a pot and like a little gas gr like gas burner under it and like me looking at it i'm like i don't know what that thing is and if she turns it on i'm like oh it's a the stove i guess camping stove I'm like, that's kind of cool and the other girl's like why don't you use a pot and cook it over the um the campfire why are you using that and she's like well then it'll burn my pot and it'll get soot all over it and I'm like, but it's like me and the other girl at the same time are like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord. So she makes food for both of them and um, the other girl, like it's it's curry ramen, which I'm like, I've never heard of that combination to begin with. And then I've never heard of it as an instant thing. So I'm like, that's interesting. So then she's like, just, 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 eat, just devouring it. And I'm like, she was very hungry. And then, um, they, oh, um, the clouds part away from Mount Fuji and they both were like, ah, oh, it's so amazing. And, um, a couple other things happened. And then she's like, oh, I remember my sister's phone number. So then, um, they call her sister. The sister comes and picks up the other girl. They leave. Um, before they actually leave completely, she runs back. She's like, here's my phone number. We should go camping again. And then she leaves. And the sister was like, thank you for taking care of my silly little sister. Here's a giant bag of kiwi. And then they leave. I'm like, well, she replaced the ramen that she gave to the girl. <laughs> but... It's a giant bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that was odd. Uh... <laughs> You know and, what? There is nothing about what you said that wasn't so far in this entirety of what it is that you have watched. Because, oh my. Just, <laughs> oh my. I, I don't even. So basically, this is as about laid back as you could possibly get for an anime. There's really... Pretty much, pretty much no conflict, no big secret on what's going on or how things are happening. And the biggest people who are going to have an interest in this are people who don't really ever go camping. So they kind of get an idea about what it takes to go camping. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I see in this. I'm just like, <laughs> if you really want to know what camping is all about, learning a little bit about what happens, here you go. <laughs> have fun yeah. enjoy a nice relaxing camp like no storms no you know <laughs> they were too far away from civilization they were hungry and didn't have any food no none of that no no no, no. <laughs> like you need food just walk up to the gift shop and grab some, there, food. <laughs> get some food if you remember the number of how do you get to get home just cut, go up there let them know like, oh my god, just, oh my god. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even, I don't even. So, um, 
at the very beginning of the show, they kind of did like a flash forward where they basically show a scene of all of the friends that they're going to meet all camping together. So I was like, okay, cool. And then it kind of cut back to just one character and like her camping experience. So what I'm thinking they're going to do is because I think there's five characters total, they're going to cut to like each one and have like a day in their life and camping and how they kind of all meet each other. And then like the second half will just be their little laid back adventures. But um, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I, I, I like it. It's like the most yep. laid back show in history. Yep. I'm pretty <laughs> sure your assumption is going would be right. And I would be <laughs> so incredibly bored with it. Uh, I, I would find myself skipping just to see if something happened. <laughs> Are they camping? Yep. Still camping. Yep. Nope. Well, it's still good. Nope. Yep. Everything's fine. Nope. Oh, they're done. Okay. <laughs> Watch a whole episode in like two minutes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I really like the show and uh, I'm going to continue it. It is, I think, on Crunchyroll. So, if anybody wants a chill show, there is one right there. Oh, yeah. No, I remember seeing it there. And I remember going, yep, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was it for our initial thoughts on the winter anime for 2018. Uh, there are quite a few shows that um, I will continue. Um, and there's some shows that you can finally discover on Prime. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Next episode, we will be back for our upcoming thoughts. Yeah, for I was this. say initial thoughts for the next season. Yeah, for the spring season. Um, this year, there are going to be some really high-profile sequels. So I am yes. excited, very, very excited to see like what's going to be coming out next. Um, then uh, after that, we'll conclude this season. So we, uh, we shall see um, how this season goes. Yeah, hopefully no more Lizardmen. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, we will be back at the end of next month for the next episode. And um, as always, this has been Big D and Shade from Takoyaki Anime. And we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Cool. All right. Okay.